All right. Um, hello. It's Wednesday. Uh, I know we've been on the air a couple times this last week doing other things that weren't D&D, but this is mostly what we do. Uh, we are the Initiative Syndicate, and we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons tonight. Um, we're going to be continuing our campaign that we've been playing for, it's been almost a year? Almost. Uh, Next month. Now. We started no, yeah. in August. We started, we started like, in August? Yeah. We started like August. August 10th, I think. Something I think, like I think is this the anniversary? This might be the anniversary. We're it's two days before. Two days before. Well, we're not going to be playing in two days, so. Yeah, it's not going to be Will insane. We? Happy one year anniversary to us, guys, gals, everybody. Yeah, it's anniversary. Bravo. We made it. Anniversary stream. Hey. And with that, we level up. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Darn. Tried. Good, but good try. Um, we're going to do a, a brief recap of last week's session, um, and then we're going we're gonna to get into it. Uh, basically, last week, about the only thing that happened, you guys were traveling down through the Nivix tunnels, and uh, you guys found a Mimic colony, and you fought some Mimics, and you won the end. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was a lot of damage. Last week's session. In a nutshell. Only got hit once and I took like so, 32 uh, damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to get into the, uh, to the, to, to the session. I took the map off because it's no longer going to be relevant for the next part. Cool. Interesting. Okay. There's only like one more tunnel that's going to basically lead you guys out. So. Well, you bet your ass I'm going to be doing door stuff and... I wouldn't put two Just mimic stuff. colonies in the same dungeon, would I? Or would I? It's a year anniversary. Anything could happen. Uh, <laughs> it is the one year anniversary. Anything could happen. You're right. Goblin mimics. <gasps> Goblin mind player mimics. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's. I mean, like that's a. Thank you. That's a great idea. It's like goblins. Like they don't know. Turns into a mimic. <laughs> but their canteen is full of rotten gravy as a mimic. <laughs> and every time they offer it to somebody, it bites their. I like it. <laughs> Sounds like nightmares. I made it up, so I want that to be my. Uh, I I think sidekick. we can use it. Yes, that works for me. Sidekick is a mimic, or as a sidekick is a mimic. My co-pilot's a mimic. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys are pretty beat up after the experience mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. with the mimics. Um, oh, nice. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what would you guys like to do now? Would you like to continue down the tunnel, or do you want to, uh... I would like to change my panties. Okay. <laughs> I think I might heal myself a little bit for you. Do we want to take a short rest, because oh, Elvin be got beat up very good. badly? Yeah, I can go for we a short that. rest. And I'd just like to say you're welcome for checking for him. That's what a mimic is. Oh, no, that was you awesome. Were, you were uh, worried I mean... about my checking everything. Oh, no, that's fine. It's just not my usual method of checking. How, how do you normally check? So I reach into my bag and I pull out a bag of small stones, yeah. and then I cast reanimate on them and fly them around a little bit and then shoot them like bullets at the wall until there's like little pinhole holes in the wall. Well, why the That's hell have I been checking when you got flying rocks? You you seem like you're having a good time with it. Uh, I'll let I you I do did it now. I did try to offer and you just. You told me to stand back, so I did. I mean, I did. I guess I didn't really think about it. Fighting those things with, uh, you know, just swords sounds like, looks like it could be annoying. Yeah, because you gotta, like, after a while, you gotta keep on pushing, and then you're, you know, I mean, I mean, balls deep in the mimic, and 
Did you actually see balls on any of those mammoths? Uh, y- yeah, the, the chest had little dangly bits. So you know, like, when the chest opens and you got that thing that hangs down. So were down. they chestnuts? That's right. I'm on the part of the group. Desperation. <laughs> Do I get inspiration for that one? Awesome! You fed it to me! I'm gonna play now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this game. <laughs> yeah, but I, I could go for a short rest, personally. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Like, how long have we been going? Can we take. I think we've been going for like an hour. Since we woke up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, this is like our third room. Is that what <laughs> called the MD or M21D? If it's not, I'm connecting someone else's Disney right now. <laughs> <'Cause that's laughs> Wait, there's more than one? Yeah, I have three of them showing up here. What the? Well, someone's probably sad that I'm turning this music up and down. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the M21D <laughs> is upstairs. Aha! Well, it's, it's connected upstairs. Connect. Which one's this one? The V51? Should be. Okay, let's try that. Let's see. Let me go ahead and start. You might have to turn the. Oh, hit the listen. Neighbor's just very confused. <laughs> it was probably just jamming upstairs. Like, huh, sounds all creepy upstairs. I wonder what's going on. Just trying to make a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so dramatic? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the opening of a horror movie. It's fine. You should be connected now. There we go. Much better. Now we're reversed. Okay. Now we can go home. Show's over. <laughs> Alright, so, all of you are attempting to get a short rest then. Yes. I'm going to keep watch. I don't really... Oh, no, I do need a short rest. I forgot. Two minutes. Yeah. Sure. Okay, how long would you like to rest for? Just an hour. Uh, that's all we need, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Alright. Um, someone roll a D8 and a D12. To see if anything strange happens, and I will check my notes. Is D12? So we just rest and let it go. Yeah. A D8 and a D12? Yeah, D8 and a D12, and tell me what the total is. Uh, nine. Nine. Um, you hear, um, while you're sitting there, being a little bit on edge, some of the steam pipes and the electrical lines that are sort of running through the thing begin to crackle and hiss. Um, <clears throat> one of the bolts on one of the steam vent pipes actually like pops off and you see a little bit of steam coming out. The pulsating you see on the, um, the lines that run the blister coil energy, both the red and the blue lines seem to be throbbing and pulsating in a brighter tone. Um, than it was when you first came in. It almost seems more intense, um, as if more energy is being drawn. So while we're sitting here in the short rests, other than that, no, no. this is going on. I'd like to. Uh, I guess I really don't even have to try. I mean, just because I'm the bard, but everybody gets a one d six extra hit points back. Nice. It says, at the end of the short rest, by spending one or more Oops. hit dice, each of those creatures regains one extra 1d6 of hit points. Nice. I need to do a short rest, too. Get the spell slots back. 
Tinsel out. Okay. And... I think Benji died. He's going back too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think he got whacked by a mimic. In the mimic's defense, he was breathing fire. He was breathing fire. That was amazing. It was pretty good. He got four mimics in one shot, so... <laughs> I am back up to full. Me too. I didn't want to burn all my short rests. Maybe I should do one more. Oh, how are you looking? Oh, I haven't rolled yet. Oh. But we can continue. Did you did you heal what I got you like next last week? One. What? One. Well, I gave you like 42 HP. How'd you give me 42? Right. I, I burned a fifth level of Tyrion. I'm not less than my. Oh, I thought, 42. You, just, I thought you just uh-huh. stabilized me. Nope. No, he I can't do that. He burned Bill's David the only one. one that has the ability to do one HP. <laughs> and you're welcome. I think, I think that's right. I'll need to double check. I thought you did spare the die. He's like, Bill's like, I did, and then I deserve this. What is we? Yep. I mean, I'll. It saves you from dying, and, you know, 10's not going to do much more. The only difference is not wrong. is I'm still taking short rests. It's just a matter of if it dies. You have 42 HP. Gross. So you have 42 HP to start with. While you were down in the tunnels doing your rest and uh, tending to some wounds, uh, looking over your spell books, keeping an eye out for any other things that might be mimics, um, in the tunnel that is the direction not that you came from, but the direction that you were going, um, you hear what sounds like whispers. Is you're, that... not, you're not quite sure what they are saying, but you definitely hear voices coming in the tunnel ahead of you. Is that new? <laughs> Can we hear what kind of language it is? You're not even really exactly sure what they're saying to even determine what language it is. Should we like hide in case they're coming our direction? Or are we just gonna That's true. Good. Like <clears throat> Is there is there anything to hide behind in case we decide to do that? There are some stalactites that aren't mimics. Tights are out. Or mites. mites. Well Queen sure. Rock things. <laughs> From the ground. Things yeah. that are on the ground that are made of rocks. Turn around the ground. Okay, do we want to hide or we do we want to... Do, do like a horror game, hide in those lockers? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just say hide? <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> oh, it's action hide. Do they have any barrels in there? <laughs> can, can I make a, a perception check to see if it sounds like the voices are coming closer to us or if they're. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Eleven. You believe so. That they're coming closer? They are not moving at a hurried pace, but they are moving what you think sounds like is coming closer to your direction. Can I have Benji listen for You hear at least three distinct voices now. Advantage on per, uh, hearing perception. All right. So, so they're saying. we know what direction they're coming from. Mm-hmm. They're coming from the direction that you are heading. Okay. So I would like to. Uh-oh. I would like to sneak up from where we're at. Is there like a bend around the corner? Yes. 
So I would like to go right before, like, if there's a bend, I'd like right before the bend where they would come around the bend to us. Yeah, so you kind of walk through the little, like, opening where the mimic door was. Yeah. It's no longer there. I want to go there before the turn, before they could, like, come around the corner and see us. But, like, right when they come around the corner, I'm going to take my bag of ball bearings and I'm going to put them on the ground. Okay. And then on the other side of that, like have the little patch of ball bearings. I don't think I need to, all of them. I think I got like a hundred ball bearings, but enough of them. Um, you know, it piss on it. All of them, just in case covered big area. Then I'm going to take my rope. Is there anywhere where I could stretch it? Yeah, you, you should be able to tie it to one of the rocks. So I want to, the ball bearings, and then like right in front of the ball bearings, like if they lose her, like right into the rope. So stretch the rope out tight as like a little trip wire. So we're a wily coyote. Yes. Yeah, trap going on. So you're going to try and catch this runner today, huh? What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> on my rope it says Acme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, um, I'll take a... I'll take a little, uh, I'll take a book out of my pouch, and while he's doing all this, I'll just set it down right where the bend is, and um, have, and cast Minor Illusion. Okay. And I'll make it look like uh, a little girl with pigtails, just kind of standing there, uh, covering her mouth, but, and I'll try to mimic uh, a little girl laughing. Try to get him to come around the corner. Okay. Okay, so that's what I was going to do. I was going to do one of my magical tinkering. Okay. 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 Um, so you all have sort of tried to find a way to keep yourselves out of direct sight other than the weird little girls. Um, and you have your little booby trap set up. Uh, I'm going to make a dexterity check as the voices get a little bit closer. To see <laughs> when you say booby trap, all I can think of is Gadget from, uh, I think that's his name, from the Goonies. Data. Data from Goonies. That's what I said. I said booby trap. I said booby trap. <laughs> I think that movie, Your Highness, when they're running away. They're like, it's a booby trap. That's <laughs> so good. So, um... You see very, very hesitantly, um, you see uh, a Viachino, um wearing mage's robes and uh, looks to be like some garb of the, the is it? So they've got like the chemister uh, gauntlets with the energy uh, streams running up their arms into a chemister backpack. And they're holding this, it almost looks like a, like one of those flamethrower water steam cannons you guys had seen earlier when you were dealing with the Izzet, uh, and very nervously they're kind of walking through. Through some act of God, they managed to walk over all of the ball bearings and not step on one of them, and then don't see the, and they step over the rope as well. I rolled really good on my decks, but it's not because they're intentionally doing it, it's more like they're just walking and they just happen to be that graceful. However, the other two people... Um, <laughs> The, the Viachino kind of turns and looks and sees this little girl with the pigtails and goes, are you okay? And he kind of stops, and when he does, the other ones kind of stop. And as soon as they do, the one puts their foot down, 
and you just hear this, ah, ah, and there's <laughs> like skittling and scratching across the floor. <laughs> and the one, <laughs> uh, the one who then falls into the Viachino who falls on the ground and then thus trips over the rope. Um, and then you hear another one coming up like, are you guys okay? And then, ah, and then he kind of does a whole home alone thing, like on the matchbox card and falls flat on his back. So I feel like so, when so you see happens, three, uh, as, as this happens, you kind of see three isits in the doorway. Uh, a human female with um, dark, dark, dark blonde hair, probably shoulder length. Um, she's got part of it shaved off on the side, and the other half of it's real long. She's wearing what looks to be like some sort of a monocle, but you know that this is a, uh, it's like a monocle up identification that's used for is it things. Um, she's dressed up more like a researcher, like a lab researcher, not so much as an enforcer or a, a, a caster, but she definitely is a mage. Um, you see that uh, the Viachino is clearly some sort of a female enforcer, like a bodyguard or a, uh, they're trained to sometimes put out fires or start them, kind of the same thing. Um, you know this to be a chemster mage. And the other uh, person with them is a Vidalcan male. He's, he actually looks to be very young, like maybe 10 or 11, maybe. And he just looks like he's wearing normal is it clothes. He's not... He's not a lab assistant. He's not a chemistry. He's just wearing, just like, uh, like basically, they're like blue and red robes. I figure when, once they fall down, like, Scrizz looks at Rocky, like, if they're hidden apart, and he, he pulls, like, the Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Viachino is more concerned about frightening the little girl. Uh, little, little girl, how did you get down here? Are you okay? Not realizing that it's an illusion. So is the backs turned to us? They fell through the door. Okay, they fell through the door. We're on the other side of the mm -hmm. door. So like they don't see you immediately because you're kind of like hiding. All they see is this little. But are we within range? If we jumped out, could we? Yeah, like they're on the. They came through the door. You were holding uh, a rope on the other side of the door, so, so you're right there. In kind of unison. Um, I will kind of rush out because I assume I like to be in the front row for whatever reason and die first. Um, I'll rush out and instantly grab the person lab coat by the neck and cast Thalmagurchi and with this like deep voice um, just ask for them to uh, I don't know how to do a really super deep voice but uh, where's your leader? <laughs> so Thalmagurchi. While he does that I touch, I touch Elvin, and I make him every time he talks, like it admits like he has the worst bad breath in on the face <laughs> of the planet. So it's just like, well, like, there goes your intimidation check. Yeah. <laughs> like I want them, I want them to like answer his question so fast because they want him to let him go because his breath is so rank it smells like if you went to the if you dug to a portageon. After a like softball tournament weekend in the middle of July, and that's it would be worse than that. So specific. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the Viachino, um, tries to hold up the cannon in, in in your direction as you're pulling them up, and doesn't have enough time to actually get it pointed at your face, uh, and as as your breath just reeks of. <laughs> Limburger cheese and ass. It basically smells just like you've been eating stale ass all day. All day. But he doesn't. 
You went to the graveyard, dug up some dead bodies, and then put your tongue it's in like your It's like you ate ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like still in unison, I mean, I'm willing to choke the life out of this person. Okay. Until I get an answer. I think your breath's still in there. <laughs> what, 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 what is your issue? Where is Ichabod? Ichabod? He's up in the tower. Are they lying? They seem too fearful to be telling lies. These are not trained soldiers. Um, These are bookworms. So, after I get my answer, I snap that girl's neck. Wait, what? Well, that was a human, right? The The, the whoever the doctor is. Or the lab coat person. I thought you grabbed the Yeah, no, the lab coat person. Got it. So you're you're killing the human. Yeah, just snapping her neck instantly as soon as I get my answer. Make a make a strength check. Okay. Oh. Give myself guidance. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so shit. you you kill her and she falls to the ground. Yep. You ask more questions than to snap a neck. What the hell? I say nothing. I go over to the little illusion and I tap its head. And say thanks, Bendy. You're so good, dude. Mm-hmm. Hard good, dude. Uh, the Veldikin and the Viachino are. Uh, the Viachino begins to point its cannon at you. That was that was completely unnecessary. I don't say anything. We're just passing through. I guess at this point he sees us all, right? Uh, did you all come out? Yeah. I, I, after he snapped us, I was like, what? Yeah, I think we're all like, kind of. I, and I'm trying. I'm bringing out the is it like my is it guild badge? Like, what the hell did you just do? <laughs> yeah. Like that way they can see, like you know, that I'm is it also. Like, are you are you with Ichabod? He just killed our friend. You're no friend of is it. Huh? You're no friend of is it. Excuse me. One of our kind is dead because of his hand. Look, look, hold on. Are you with Ichabod, or are you hiding from him? We're running from the situation. You just killed! Why would you do that? Oh my god! They're scared! Can we, like, spare the dime this lady or something, or...? I can try! (laughs) (laughs) I'll try casting spare spare the dime. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Way to just jump to conclusions. Now her neck's laying sideways. But she's alive. She's already excavated her bowels, bowels right there. So she, she failed three death saves in the time that it took you to realize yep. that she was friendly. She failed? Yep. She's dead. Well, we're going to have to get a true resurrection then. Or just. What kind of a monster did you bring in here? And you wonder why I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that that was pretty harsh. That was was a little much. Like, where did that come from? (laughs) You have anger issues. And saying nothing. Just straight, straight face, ready to move on. I think that hammer's doing something to him.
I begin to step over the body I just snapped the neck of and start walking towards the tunnel. Okay. Ignore just let him go. Ignoring him. So, um, I don't know what the hell's up with him. Do you have any information? We're trying to help, believe it or not. You would forgive me for saying I don't believe you. No, I, I don't blame you at all whatsoever. We are going on our way now, thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then I just awkwardly, really awkwardly walk away. <laughs> Harlot's head this way, breakneck, breakneck speed. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, this one piece of inspiration was just, just the lack one. of all information. Yeah, we could have got us. a lot more. They might have helped us. Man, that whole town changed, didn't it? Jeez. <laughs> Calm down, Macho Man. Yeah, I really hope those guys are respected by him. Like some defenseless scientists. So tough. Probably had like so, seven hits. Don't worry, I'm sure they're infected by intellect devourers. I just had a feeling. <laughs> well, the head didn't blow up, and the intellect devourer didn't come out of it, so. Yet. Maybe it was just waiting until we left. You guys are kind of watching. <laughs> I'm keeping Whoops. the. Uh, I'm keeping his bad breath in, just for that move. But now he has to smell his bad breath. Chris, did you know any of them from your time in the innocent? That was my mom. <laughs> my best friend. Gary. That was my best friend. Janelle. Oh man, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I am going to play it off like I did know her. Like, we grew up together. I remember. <laughs> what, what, what was it like? What, what was you guys, you and Jeanette, like to do together? Um, neck exercise. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently she skipped out on a few days. Yeah, I'm still not just... very good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you could kind of tell. She didn't have any upper body strength. <laughs> But she always had a head up on me. <laughs> I can't give you any more inspiration. You only get it once. You gotta stop. <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> Wait, use your inspiration and then. Yeah, stop. Make another joke. I didn't know her. I don't even know her name's Janelle. Well, I guess we just keep going forward awkwardly. <laughs> in silence. You know what's awkward? Do you guys kind of like walk out of the room like when you kind of fart and then you leave the room? Just kind of like. <laughs> It's a vicious crop dust. Yeah. He, he's the person with no shame. Everybody else is shamed by the fart that he left behind. It's just like, we're like, sorry for him. He had bad, his lunch was bad. He had Chipotle and, you know, Taco Bell and Skyline all at the same time. Such. So, whoever's in the back, I'm assuming Liz is probably farther probably closer to the back. I'm going to file up to be like, I heard some shit, but is he normally that bad? Not normally. No? Okay. I'm starting to wonder if that uh, scoff bog is bad for him. I'm wondering yeah. if every death takes a little bit away from him. Maybe. He gets further away from being whatever he is every day. I don't know. That's alright. I'm not going to podcast here or anything. Just make a lot of money. Test my speakers. Did we go into the red? That works good. That's probably the one thing that's the first mistake. I think it's a speaker. Headphone check. So, um, you uh, awkwardly walk behind Elvin. Elvin just continues to carry on down the hallway. Uh, When we're going through the door, I guess we just like 
step over her, or like, scoot, like, pushing her to the side. It's like, excuse me. I think Rocky's probably going to apologize as he tiptoes over. I'm sorry about that. You can't, probably can't hear me, but... I'm all, So on the way out, I'm going to fall down. And, like, on the way, I'm like, oh, shut Like, I trip over my ball bearing. Now, I do want to pick some of them up, but while I do it, I want to throw a little hand. Jesus. A couple of hands towards her pockets to see if I can find anything. Make a stealth check. Uh, slide again. Yes. I just definitely see screws. Like, try, trying to shut the door. Her neck's like in the way. Two in the middle. It went from a crit to two. <laughs> and so I got a ten. They're reaching through the pockets. I'm just my ball bearings that are underneath here. <laughs> just, just, just go. Can I grab a couple more ball bearings? They're yours, yes. Well, then what are you worried about? I read your hands in her pockets. They're in the red. I was reaching through them. You see, uh, they, the, 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 the Vulcan starts, like, dragging the human down the tunnel. <laughs> it's like, that's easier because of me because she landed on my ball bearings. You know how that works? Science. Yeah, you're welcome. Squid, Squid, I, I, I think we're making it worse. We should go. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. I collect the rest of my ball bearings that I can. It, they don't even say anything. The, the, the small, the Vidalkin, and the Viachino days walk in the hall. The little boy is like starting to cry. And <laughs> the uh, the Viachino is, is seemingly very upset dragging this body down the hallway. Little boy, keep your head up. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. You set me up for this. <laughs> uh, after another few moments down in the tunnel, what, uh, maybe another 50, 60 yards or so, uh, you come around to a bend and you see more lights. The light color here seems to change from this sort of blue and red, purple sort of chamber-like uh, that it was underground, um, leading into a set of steps that go up. And the lights here are more traditional um, sconces with uh, yellow-orange flames. Um, leads up into a door. The door is large and metallic, um, and it has a big insignia of the Izzet on it. The door itself is made out of some sort of a... It looks like a rust material, but it's, it's smooth and shiny. Gold and, bra gold and brass-like fixtures on the door. You know where this leads? I want to investigate the door. Make an investigation check. And not with that dice. Hmm. Oh, nice. 23. Um, the door itself is made from Mimics. various bits of metallic metal that you know as Mizium. Uh, it's enchanted metal that only the is it make they uh they actually make the alloy to be turned into various different magical objects um so this door is not gonna be one that you can just punch in or break down with a spell you're gonna need either the key to get in or another means of getting in i want to take the my is it insignia Place it against the door. So there is a there is a there's a circular 
imprint underneath the door handle. Uh, your insignia fits almost perfectly in it, and as you do, it lights up this blue beam of energy around the door, and the uh, is it signal uh, insignia on the front of the door illuminates with a blue and uh, red light. It's almost blinding as it lights up, and then you hear the door click unlocked. So before we push it open, I want to let the party know of what I ran into with Ichabod with uh, the other goblin, uh, Squishy. So you let them know that he got smashed? Yes, by, and I let them know by what, and that it was Ichabod's creation that did it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever told him. You didn't have so? No, you just didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm forming, I'm like, okay, guys. Behind these doors, I don't know what's behind these doors, and I continue on with to describe the big Robocop-looking thing <laughs> mechanism <laughs> to them that squished uh, highball, whatever his name was. I forget. Okay, so you let them know about mm-hmm. that, and then I'm like, and I think I'm. I start to mention. What about the um, the boogeyman story? But then at that time, I start I just peter off and decide to uh, arm the cod cannon. Okay. That way, it's it's prepped to go in there. But no, I don't. I I, I think about saying something, and then I get sidetracked by arming the. Cannon, so I don't say anything about uh, the the gicks. gicks or anything. Okay, so you just tell them about the underground facility and the machines that he made. Um, while you're getting ready to walk in through this doorway, um, Nivix is normally very bustling, and you hear a lot of moving around. Normally, people coming to and fro as scholars, scientists, mages, even even young students who attend and take classes here um, to learn various different things of uh, magic and uh, alchemy and artificing. Um, it's very quiet on the other side of the door. You hear, uh, you hear the sound of crackling and thunder off in the distance. You also hear uh, the very faintest prickles of electricity and static, like filling the air. It's almost so noticeable, it's sort of buzzing in all of your ears. Um, as you're kind of looking as the door kind of is open, you see it almost looks like pulsating light. Not in any sort of rhythm, just pulsating on the other side of the door. You don't hear any people moving around, though. Before we walk through also, I'm going to cast third level just to cut make sure I'm going to cast third level concentration so I remember that um, heroism okay on Rocky Navena and Lizica Thanks. three okay or is it four uh three okay that's v3 Lizica v3 <laughs> the L3 so yes, you all have heroism. Okay. So you get plus three to your temporary hit points, and you are immune to being frightened. 
and yeah, immune to being frightened and gain temporary hit points equal plus three. So, nice. always concentration on that. Concentration up to one minute. So we'll see what happens when we get on the other side of this door. I mean, you can always hold it if something happens, so you don't have to waste the spell slot in case you need to. I'm going Can I hold it until if we go through? And if it, I would say that you could hold it for a specific or generic thing to happen, like someone's about to attack us. Like so, as soon as we go in, if we see somebody, if I see like looks like a bad situation, I could just then yep, I like slap out and do that. Okay, okay. let's do that. Okay. I'm gonna. Um, I still have uh, one of my creepy doll things out, ready to animate if needed. So, uh, you see Nevena pull out this, it looks like the, the remnants of some sort of a creepy little porcelain marionette doll, um, as it sort of like clunks on the ground and makes that, uh, that, that, that clay on stone sort of sound, and then as she does her thing and brings it to life, it sort of scrapes across the ground and the head's all moving back and forth, and the limbs are still moving in sort of like a marionette way. It's not in any way graceful. It's very Likely. awkward and creepy. That's why we're used to Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do graceful. So He's met me. We're going through the door. That's right. That's about right. You, uh, you enter in through the door, and you're in some sort of a foyer. Uh, it's You know that this is almost like a mud room of some type. It's uh, It also looks like it doubles as like a storage area as you kind of look around. It's not a very wide room, um, but you do see that there are now, they've gone past using fire-lit sconces to using um, electrical lights in this place, and they're all pulsating and flashing. Um, you see some you see some brooms and some coats and some, uh, some boots, maybe a couple of crates. Um, nothing that really seems particularly special there is another door that leads and you see there's light that's like flashing underneath of it underneath the door yes <clears throat> you want to shoot that door to see if it's alive i'll just have my marionette go over and check on it oh yeah good, good call that's a good idea so i assume we all stand back just in case and i send my um my animate over to try to open the door the, uh, the marionette animate sort of clacks and creeps across moving like a marionette puppet without strings and puts her non-hand hand out to touch it, more like a stubby little arm, um, and it does no nothing. You ready? Yep. What happened? Oh, another door. It's Light not crackling underneath it. You guys want me to open the door? Can your little doll lady open it? She's oh, not here. tall enough. I'm I'm that bad, right dear, but he's drawn himself to my strong skulls! <laughs> I've got another one out, this one crocheted in my hand ready just in case. Okay. Uh, I'll go up to the door and creak it open a little bit. Uh, door is not locked, it opens a little, but nothing too loud. Kind of give a little glimpse, and uh, you see strobing, pulsating lights coming from the opposite end. You recognize this room as 
um, the main entrance floor to the Nivix Tower. You guys have been in here before, only you didn't come in from this way. This is like a, uh, it, this is almost like a cross from the main entrance where you come in. It's almost directly across. Uh, so if the main entrance is at the south, you guys are coming in from the north part of this room, this circular shaped room. Um, the spiral staircase that normally uh, rotates and moves up to the top has been completely dismantled and is in various different pieces across the floor. Uh, there's just scrap metal and junk all over the floor. It's hard to actually make out how they get across from one area to the next. Um, there's there's two large uh, bay doors, one on the right and one on the left. The light that's sort of pulsating through is pulsating in the room, obviously, from all the electrical lights that you guys saw before and the, uh, the, the Is It Made lanterns. And it's mostly pulsating underneath the lab door and the bay door on the left-hand side. So we come in from the north side. So it would be, it's gonna be the, so it'll be on it'll be left. the east door. Yes. Or it's the east door. Yeah, the east door. From your vantage point, yeah. it would be the east door. Mm -hmm. You know what's normally in that in that room, Scrooge? Like is that like Bob's workshop or something? Why are you all bringing up Bob? Well, it's just you know. It's too soon. Sorry, Jerry's workshop. I assume you guys are trying to be at least a little quiet. Yeah, I feel like after I poked out, I came back in through and... I think as soon as we saw the pulsating lights, it's like... Okay. But I think a part of Scrizz is starting to get antsy. So he's, like, slowly pulling the shield out. Well, you know that the labs, for the most part, are pretty soundproof. Mm -hmm. So you don't hear anything coming from the lab. You just see the, the flickering of the lights. But... Scrizz has his, he's got his shield out, and he makes it look like he's reaching for his scimitar. Okay. But he's actually grabbing the one to watch. Sure. And he has it hidden behind the shield. Roughly how long has it been since we, uh, since I animated the thing? 30 seconds? A minute? Maybe, maybe a minute. Alright. Um, it goes down, I have to pick it back up. My spell only lasts for a minute. Okay. Actually, I just reanimate it since we're still going. Um, so, do we want to check under that door, or is there? Do you know another way to go up? The lab bay door to the right looks dark. It doesn't look like there's anything happening in there. Sounds like a trap. Yeah, I mean, I could go either way here. I. If you say it's a trap. Yeah, but you, you described everything in there, a staircase going up and then over to the the, right the, the left as you look in. Yeah, these, these bays, they lead down these sort of like almost like small corridors. Uh, and then there's usually doors that go off to either side that lead into the main parts of the lab. And there's a big window. It's soundproof, shatterproof, because they do explosive experiments and stuff in here sometimes. And you can see, and that's where you see most of the pulsating light. It's coming from under the door, and it's coming in from both sides of that window on either side of the door. There's, like, big, long windows on either on side the of the door. On the east side, right? Both. Both but, sides. But on the other side, it's dark. The same bay windows, but everything looks dark in there. All right. Um, I'll close. Just throwing this out there. What if I sneak over there and see if I can crack open 
You said, is it the east door that's flashing or just around? From your vantage point, it's the left door, so it would be the east door. Yes, the left door. I go over there, creep over, see what's causing lights underneath there, and, and then I'll come back and inform y'all. If you hear me scream, stay or go. Wait five more minutes, and then five minutes. No, I'm just right. kidding. If you hear me scream, I'm coming down. All right. Don't let him touch me. If that looks like I'm dead, I don't want him to heal me now. I've seen what he did. <laughs> you know what? Get get this to heal me. That's my preferred choice too. <laughs> All right, good good uh, breaking neck, Scrizz. Not so really. Not. <laughs> like Scrizz walks out the door like. <laughs> I give him a little wink. Damn it! This should be inspiration for both of us because it's inspiring. Like it. That's bardic inspiration for me, from you! Yeah, it's paladin inspiration. I'm like, okay, on the way out, I'm gonna give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> Just for so doing sad. it, like, oh, that's awesome! Composure. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to sneak over to the left, to the door. At first, I'm going to lay down flat and see if I can see underneath the door itself. It would be difficult with the amount of metal from the stairs that's all over the ground in here. To lay down? It would be hard not only to lay down, but to traverse it without making noise. Oh, going through this. It, look, it looks like a minefield went up in here. It looks like an explosion or something How happened. How far away is it? The door? The, the room in here is massive. When you guys were in here before, uh, I mean, from, from the door that you're at to the other door, it's probably 60 feet. And... <clears throat> It's probably 60 feet on the other side. So, like, it's a perfect circle all the way around. If I take a look, does it look like it may have been, like, a firefight type of thing? Make an investigation check. In between some robots. Roll a two plus my mod is only a five. You're not entirely sure that it looks like a firefight. It doesn't look like any of the stairs were melted. They, uh, parts of them look warped and broken. Like, something knocked them down. Can I see that he's having problems doing that? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't do anything. He's just over there. He always looks like he knows what he's doing. He's like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm all professional to everything I think I know. <laughs> so I'm going to try to traverse my way to that door. Are you trying to be sneaky? I told them I would be quiet and go over there, so that I would try to sneak about doing it. Yes, I am trying to be stealth check. somewhat stealthy. The uh, the DC is very high. Should have given him advantage before he left. <laughs> yeah, I did the best I could. At least he has inspiration. For I that. got 12. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm burning my inspiration. Ooh. <laughs> oh, it's always like... my first roll. <laughs> oh, it's advantage. You get to take the best one. Yeah, it's advantage. Oh, it's advantage? Oh. I didn't even roll twice on the first no, no, roll. No, 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 no. You, inspiration, inspiration is, advantage. is advantage. So you just take so the you higher, take the highest of those of first two rolls insp- of the two. So, rolls. Yeah. Okay. So 12. yeah, I got twelve. <laughs> He's like um, four times. Uh, so <laughs> as you kind of try to sneak <laughs> across in your very scrizz ways that you've done many times, you're stepping and uh, you're you're accidentally knocking over pieces of the metal, <gasps> the scrap metal, and it's like clanging and, and scraping across the floor, and you're like. And you, you keep trying to go. You've only made it about a fourth of the way across. You don't hear anything, so you don't know if anyone has heard you. 
I need to make a stealth check to see if you can continue on. We can hear him though, right? You guys definitely hear him. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are behind him going like. When, when I when I hear realize exactly what's going on, I drop my animate like on the floor as quietly as possible, pop my head around, and start okay, like animating off. bits, moving them out of the way. <laughs> How do you do? I rolled a nine. <laughs> oh no. Um, so you try to do this like weird sort of like serpentine slither across the ground as you've done through bushes, barrels, and other things. And when you come up, your head bounces off of this piece of like almost like sheet metal, and it reverberates throughout. And then it falls and clangs. It sounds like a bell went off in this empty chamber. And you're like, not <laughs> bigger. When he hits his head, he's like, ah fuck! <laughs> and kicks the sheet, the piece of sheet metal that hit him, and it's like, fuck this. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't seem like anything seems to be alerted to your presence immediately. Soundproof rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a perception check just to make sure? Yeah. Okay. Whoops. Well, you can make a perception check. It doesn't mean that you'll be sure. I know. I mean, like to to either see or hear if I could see, or, like One through hear two. anything else that may have responded to that. Uh, well, it's a seventeen. You. <laughs> you don't see anything. Okay. That, that seems weird, but it's hard to get your eyes focused here. <laughs> the pulsating lights. It's it's not quite strobing, but it's, it's pulsating in and is, any, is anything else making any sound in here? I know you said there's parts of the lab that are sound. You hear, uh, throughout the entire air in here, you hear what sounds like a static hum. It's loud enough that you all hear it. The air feels almost like electrically charged. So okay, so what am I about halfway through now? You're about halfway. Squiz is fucking like right now. where he hit his head. He's like, <laughs> and he's about to just take off. Fuck it, just walk straight to the door name. But, but then he's so like, he's kind of like wading through. Yeah. Like right over height, scrap metal. He's just <laughs> moving through. Well, just I was through. about to, but I rolled. I was going to like, I rolled to do if I was going to do a scrizz and just say fuck it and go, but the, like the little two little Rockies came on scrizz's shoulder and they're like, one's like, go ahead, scrizz, and then the other one's like, no Rocky or no frizz, you need to do the right thing. One, one's Elvin, one's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Elvin and Rocky on each shoulder. I'm like, Elvin's like. If anyone shows up, just break their necks. <laughs> and Rocky's like, don't do that. You know how many more jokes I can make? <laughs> you just don't sound cool, but I'm going to do it, Rocky. <laughs> you're going to drink gravy around me like you're bad. You, so, see, yeah. you see Elvin in the balcony actually casting Elvin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to try to keep, the, hopefully get better at sneaking. I got a seven that time. It's getting worse. So as uh, you're kind of like trying to sneak through the way, um, you're not doing a very good job. You're kicking over screws. Um, you're, you have to like move this stuff out of your way. It's a little bit heavier than you really want it to be. Mizium itself is heavy. This stuff was made of like copper and brass. Uh, that stair fixture was, I mean, it was a lot of metal. You guys went up several floors to get to the top. The entire staircase as you're walking by is completely down. There is no staircase remaining to the upper levels. Um, as you're kind of like kicking some stuff over, you uh, you knock over something and you hear it go, Ow! <laughs> Bob? <laughs> Did you look? And uh, 
you hear something in front of you that sort of pops up. At first, you thought it was some sort of scrap metal, and now you see it has like two little tiny legs and two little arms, mechanical arms. Uh, the feet are sort of flat, and uh, his hands are sort of flat too. It looks like he's wearing almost like a, an oil funnel on his head, like, like a little tin man. And he's shorter than you. He, he's maybe a foot tall. He turns to you and looks and goes, Oh no, oh no, cleaning up mess. You're not the mess. Wait, is it? Yes, I'm innocent. Identify. I show him the uh, guilt uh, uh, signet. Name. Ichabod. Does not compute. I was just kidding, I'm scrizzing. I've seen if you were paying attention. Ichabod. Hold, please. Uh-oh. And you see, like, his eyes go from this sort of, like, red color to a almost, like, blanked out white color. You hear the girl from Empanema playing through his, through his head. <laughs> so while he's doing this, kind of, like, sneak around him, or has he still got it? He, it looks like he's almost in some sort of like a trance. You're not really sure. He's a robot. Yeah, so I'm just going to be like, hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's just keep doing what you're doing. So uh, you, you continue on past, past the lab, or towards the lab. You yeah. make it the rest of the way, by the way. Yeah. This thing doesn't seem to move. It just still seems to be kind of humming, and the eyes are all whited out. What do you want to do? Did I make it past him, or can oh, I go? Oh, you're can way I, can I, go? I was thinking maybe I should go and see if he has an access panel and just like shut them off. You know what I'm like? I think I, I almost make it to him like. Door. Yeah, we're gonna try both. And I go back and I'm like, I bring out my tinkering tools and I look for an access panel on the back of his head. Are you wearing the gloves? Yes. Are they? Are you attuned? To them? Huh? You get the fire resistance you're attuned. Otherwise, you get the, just the advantage on the tinkering things. What did? I don't yeah, think we did. We take a wrong rest after. No, we took a short, short rest. rest. That should be all it takes. Yeah. Short rest is a tomb, right? It should be. Yes. Then we. I'm a tomb. The tomb is just for fire resistance. You get the penalty or the bonus whether you're tuned or not. Or I thought the tomb was the tomb for the spell slot, too. And the spell slot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you kind of pop open the thing. Go ahead and make a. Make a. Wait, hold on, no. With the Pendant of Champions, my Guild Signet, and the Wonder Water, I am not attuned to it. I just put them on, but I am not attuned. Okay, so you don't get the spell slot. No, I'm not attuned to the Wonder Wonders. Nope. Okay, well, anyway, you still have, are you wearing them? I am wearing them, though. So make uh, a spell check based off of your um, Artificer modifier. So whatever your your spell bonus for artificer is, roll a d20 to add your modifier. What the hell today? Eighty-three. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It was eighty. Oh, nine. Nine. Okay. And the dice. The dice. All right. So as you're kind of like tinkering around in there, and you're using some tools to pop off. <laughs> trying to pop off the back panel, you actually realize that this thing does not have a back panel. Um, and as you're trying to like pry it open, his head turns around and his eyes go back to red. What are you doing? I don't know. And I'm gonna be like, 
I'm just gonna act like I'm an automaton too. Like, you are here to help clean. So I'll filter. Get to work, drone. <laughs> Roger that. And I start. Roger, Roger. And I start just like going around, like getting stuff and picking it up and dragging it towards the door. That's over there, like. Um, he goes back underneath the, the scrap metal back to wherever he was at. And then I go. If I move some of the stuff out of the way, maybe like lay down and see if I can see. You uh, you don't see anything directly because it's sort of like a it's like a small hallway. So the door leads into a small like dead end hallway. There's two doors that go off into separate large labs, uh-huh. and then there's another set of doors that go off into the main big lab behind it. So the entire big lab behind it is the width of the entire area, but then there's two small labs with the bay windows on either side. So when you come in through that door. You only see the main hallway. I'll see the main hallway and then the ladder. Then the two doors, <laughs> yes. So I, I got the door. You see the light flashing and pulsating, but it's coming underneath the so other So the door, I'm going ins- to investigate the door, see if it's unlocked or anything. It, it actually is. I'm going to open it, and then I'm going to go back to where the automaton was at. Uh, as you open the door, you hear an alarm sound. Uh, you hear a buzzing, like siren noise. Um, lights start flashing. In I'm the, gonna dive under in, in the hallway. Pile of scrap and like try to hide in it. Um, you hear a voice coming over a loudspeaker. Is that you again, drone? Does, he, does the other one answer? This is me. Cleaning accidentally hit door. Did you do something to your voice modulator? Because you don't sound right. Please spell on modulator. Crank crank order up. Come on in and get repaired. Too busy working. That's an order. And I'm the boss. I made you. Do I recognize the voice? It's Ichabod. On my road. (laughs) (laughs) Do we hear this? You hear the, the speaker over the loud voice, yeah, or the voice over the loudspeaker. And then you hear him say, these damn drones, I ought to just press the self-destruct button on all of them. Self-destruct is nice. <laughs> Do we recognize the voice of Ichabod, too? Have you guys ever interacted with Ichabod? We've been, yeah. We saved him, Yes, right? when he was in the bar uh, with us. You do, you do, you do, you've never met him. That's Ichabod. I'm sure of it. That's it? That's it. Yeah, it's 100% Ichabod. So... Or a really good impersonator. That also sounds like Kringo. Just doppelganger. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to take your your bad breath's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, the wait. alarm has shut down now. Too. I don't even need a snack. I'm going to still. take out of my pouch my little little 
Mechno Fairy that I carry around. I've used it before. It's canon. And I'm going to, I'm going to whisper, I'm going to do like in its ear, like a scream. And then I'm going to send it flying back to the group. And when it gets to the group, <laughs> it's going to go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after a couple of moments, maybe 30, 45 seconds, this little tiny mechanical fairy comes flittering in the air going, Guess and then I'm gonna put on there. Bring my fairy back to me. <laughs> guess that's our cue to go. Uh, well, I uh, get this girl's in trouble. All right. Let's let's head out on the hill. <laughs> I refresh my. Okay. So I bust through the door and draw my sword and look around and see if I can find him. Um, you see him in the bay door. He's just standing there. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Send a message. You good, Skriz? Do you get to respond back to the message? Yes. Okay. It's just a voice in your head. No, it is. I'm like, I'm here to my. It's it's Navenna. It's a spell. Okay. okay. You okay? Um, yes and no. If the bot is just around the corner and he told me to come in there to get my vocal cords fixed. Ah, so we're gonna go fuck him up now. That's what I'm hoping. Cool. And I'm gonna. I do it back. And when I do it, like, everybody sees the one-to-one, I'm like... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought he put those clothes And I'm like... <laughs> and then I, like, try to hide it real quick. I'm like... <laughs> but it's my shield moved to the side. I'm like... <laughs> he's gonna turn him blue. <laughs> so he said Ichabod's in that door? Yeah, he said Ichabod's gonna get his vocal cords fixed. I, 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 well, fixed an Ichabod's vocal cords? No, Scrizz's. I, I don't know. It's, you know how, you know. Sure. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, here we go. Start, start <laughs> I guess, gingerly walking up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real easy way to get there unless you can fly. I can. Uh, or, or levitate. I can leap. Uh, Elvin pops out his spectral wings and kind of hovers over. Not saying a word either. Oh, well. Watch out, Squeeze. You might break your neck. It's coming. So is that a battle, like, knock on some loose in her brain? Again? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> you good, Elvin? I think he's just as messed up by the mimics as the rest of us were. And I'm just like, as they're making their weights, and I'm like... So the, the party makes it over to you, making a lot of noise as they come along. Except for him, apparently. But there's uh, there's no other, no other thing. Like the drone robot no, never came up again. Stop, you know. hmm. So when they get over, I'm like, okay, guys. He's in here? Yes, and so I'll cast my heroism now on them. Okay. All right. As uh, you are casting your spell, you look over across from the opposite lab and you see what looks to be like a little tiny flash of light, like almost like a like a tip of a wand or something glowing, and it's, and it's kind of strobing. And then uh, as you kind of look, you see what looks to be, as it lights up, you see several like lab technicians and stuff all in this lab. Do they look like scared or? They look frightened, I guess. Uh, should have cast your the one, one. They're there. like the ones like tapping on the glass, but you can't hear it. 
Do they look like they're trying to warn us of something? Do they uh, see us? No, it's more like help. They're kind of like... Uh, as this thing kind of pulsates a couple times, you look in there, there's probably 30 or 40 people in this this bay lab. And Various go. races, humans, Veldicans, Vichinos. But he's not in there. Who? Ichabod? No. Does it look like there's a clear leader or someone who's not panicking? Everyone panicking looks frightened. Less. I mean, these all look like bookworms. They're they're scientists. They're it's not. like it looks like they're locked in that room. Does it look like that? They're... That appears to be the thing. They're either hiding or they're locked in there. Does it look like there's something in there with them? Potentially. Hard to tell. Frightened it's of? dark in there, and they're only getting like a pulse of light How every now and then. Far away is it? Sixty feet across from where you guys are. Uh, oh, it's definitely within range. So I'm gonna awkwardly wave. I'm gonna message. Um, I'm the person waving at you. What happened? Your spell's not able to penetrate this barrier. Well, you tried. All right, let's leave. <laughs> well, since we're in no rush to get Ichabod, I think we gotta let those guys out. They look like they're in danger. I'm gonna start heading over to them. Open up the door. Okay. So, uh, Rocky goes wading across through the metal again. So you see this minotaur is <laughs> just knocking the shit out of the way. <laughs> you get across uh, to the other side and you see the door and, and uh, there's one guy, he's like looking through the bay door at you and just this, like, sweat's kind of pouring down his human face. Uh, he's probably 50, 55 years old. Uh, his hair is, uh, he's kind of got like pattern baldness in the front. Uh, he's got like a little bit of a Jean-Luc Picard thing going on right now. Um, and he just looks completely panic-stricken, and he, he's trying to talk to you, but you can't hear him. And he, he's just kind of like... Like, don't open the door, or do open the door? He can't hear you. So I'm going to blow on the glass, like... Come <laughs> <laughs> on! That is... Inspiration? Yes! That's <laughs> a good idea! Hell yeah! <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to imagine whatever you're about to write, you're writing it from your perspective. So but you're writing it in words. Yeah, right. They're all, they're all like, writing it all backwards. They all speak like goblin and. So I'll, I'll, I'll write open question mark, but it's backwards. It's like <laughs> sure, for these them. are all scientists. I'm these smart. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Still I can figure it out. I assume they can he, read backwards. He um he shakes his head no. Like panically stricken no. Don't 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 do it, Rocky. What if there's a trap? That's what he wants us to do. Alright, I'll blow on the glass again a couple of times. <laughs> what what I do? Question. You see him kind of thinking for a second. And I was like... <gasps> and he goes over to the, the bigger window, like leads you over that way. And you see him, he's like pulling several of the people over, and you see several people all over there, like blowing on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me ask this. Like, this is a scientist, like, yes. laboratory. Yep. Do, they do not have, like, a chalkboard or <laughs> any, like, schematics where they draw schematics and everything. This is a piss poor laboratory, that's all I have to say. And the dry race board or something. Listen, they, have, they barely have electricity, they don't have chalk. This is this is gotcha. This, okay. this is evil rat making whatever. Whatever. Just, yeah. I just found your loophole. That's... I'm keeping an eye on the door that has lights underneath it. So uh, as they're like they're 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 trying to write across the glass. Um, one of them is like pointing over there, and actually he gets like some type of a sharp instrument. He's like actually scratching on the glass. Uh, detonator. Ichabod. 
that's what I put on the window also. And as he's like scratching it, you see the words after a couple seconds, they, they like heal and mend themselves. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna give a, a little acting thing here. So I'm gonna like act like I'm walking up to the door, and then I'm like a little knock, and then open, and then, and then like that. He shakes his head yes. So I blow in the glass again, and I'll draw a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes his head yes. And now I just walk back. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Um, you yeah. see several of the people in the back. They kind of rush up. You kind of assume they're going like well, where are they going and they seem panicked and they're like they're they're all smacking on the glass but you can't hear them okay so do they mean that well, door or the one in front of us there's a well that door's already open right the one that yeah. <laughs> just well, the all right hold on, on. Hold that would be real awkward to just squeeze open the door before and before just turn further <laughs> do not open that door and they're like you've already twisted one person's neck See him blowing up, 40 some people. Turn around and Elvin's like halfway uh, across. I'm trying to get your body count out. <laughs> it sounds like Ichabod's got the detonator, so we take him up so we can, you know, do do tinkering shit to the detonator and maybe, break it. Maybe if we could is find it, the grave and cheese and maybe, maybe we could try finding the detonator first so he doesn't have the chance to activate it. Well, have what to use it as leverage. Well, maybe if we could try and. I guess sneak it off of him. Like, I don't know. If it's in some way, shape, shape, or, or form. I just, I really think we're going to encounter Robo Ichabod. We might. If Ichabod is at a um, a control panel or something, you or I could try to vortex warp him away from it, potentially. If it's physically a button that he has, then that's a little bit more complicated. Well, then you just vortex warp his ass to me. I'll cut off an <laughs> arm or something. True. Assuming he, that works, he can resist it. What if we to vortex attempt into yes. the room with the 40 people? <laughs> and then I open the door and we just blow him up! And we're, hey, well, hey, well, hey, we're hey, done with hey, Ichabod! Hey, 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 Alright, let, let me go tell them the plan. <laughs> 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 Just hyperventilates. <laughs> trying to breathe. I, I'm not gonna go all the way back. Up there. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna turn around and be like, after I get my game plan of what I want to do, I'm like, it's okay. They're gonna die. Well, you know. I mean, if they have to, but I would to not. So we'll, we'll make the detonator a priority. We'll That's a sacrifice yeah. he's willing to make. We can try and get that off him. I feel like he has a lot less leverage. Uh, all right. Last chance. I'll save one spell slot to vortex him in there, and then I'm running to pulling the door open. And if I go with him, that's fine as long as it takes him out. Oh, I'm just going to put him in front of Rocky. <laughs> yeah, just put him. I'll take care of him. Yeah. What if he has the Mako suit on? Then I'll break it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me. I, I forgot. <laughs> You're Rocky. You're a badass. Got it. There we go. Is that our game plan? I want you to know I brought the boys with me today. They're they're ready to go. Roger. I'm gonna break break it. So I forgot to buy the tickets to that kind of show. <laughs> we're still available. Nice. Right. I should get VIP. I was gonna say just by being a part of the group, I thought that was just a perk. Well, you don't normally have the best view because you're hot. I stick my neck out for you, Rocky. Uh, as long as it's not near Elba. <laughs> God. 
Oh, I can't wait to kill one of you tonight. <laughs> oh, it's gonna Again, happen. Him saying all this, still no response, no. Yeah, like you're just response. like dead to the world. Like you're you're weirding me out. Do I have little little kids follow you around, snapping people's neck? Mm. Well, I mean, I was fine with little kids following him around. That was fine. I mean, look who I carry around with me, motioning to the creepy doll. But neck was a little much. All right, well, let's go in here and kick some ass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I die tonight, tell my dad I die trying. If you die, we'll if probably I die, be you can have yeah. my one. <laughs> oh, 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 great! Can't wait to I, sell I that. I'm going out with a bang today. If I die, don't let him take my hooves. If I die, bury yeah. me with my hooves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell my mama I love her. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Roger that. Alright, so I'm going to draw my sword and um, hook it kind of against the door to open it up all the way. Take a peek, see in. See if I can see Ichabod anywhere. So, which door are you opening? Because, like I said, it's like the main door that you guys are at, like you're in the actual bay door. Mm-hmm. There's two doors. So, there's one door to the left, one door to the right. Um, and then they lead into two separate labs. But the one lab has all the people. There, there's another door in the back of those labs that lead into a main lab. So I understand that Scrooge opened up a door a little bit. He opened up the bay door. The bay door. The bay door, and then as you walk through, there should be what, a lab to the left and right? Yep. And we can see the bay windows that have people in them, right? You can see the bay windows lead out into the Nivix tower area. They don't actually show you anything happening in the back there. That's all solid wall back there. So ahead of us is the, the main lab is where they do all the secret stuff. The bay windows in the small labs are for like when tourists come in, and and that's where the forty people were at. Yes, they're in one of those smaller labs. Yes. So we have the left and right to choose from. Yeah, you can go to the left. So we can split the party. Just kidding. Um, Which one do you think? If you were to come out, which which way? I don't know. Um, hold on. Got it. Got it, Griff. Hold on. Got an idea. I'm going to scream out in my mechno droid voice like, What lab are you in? The main lab in the back. Sorry, memory chip. Broken also. Yeah, I'm gonna turn you into scrap parts. Oh, come on in, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> we'll get you all tinkered up. Go on, tinker you too. Okay. So my head towards where the where the he pointed out. Did he just insult me? You can hear him still talking. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his like elbow on the button. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna head towards where he said to come to. Not as one as small. It's fine. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to show him. Yeah, you finish him off before I have to. Right. I'm going to use this one to one. Oh, just probably throw me a beer or something. You would look good with the beer. I mean, I've got like, like it would cover this spot. Beer. Not so much here or here, but more like up here. Oh, my bald spot. Thanks for yeah. that. <laughs> You lead the way, you're gonna kill him. 
Now I am leading the way. Which lab? He said to the main lab. You're right. Both sides will lead to the main lab. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Like I said, there's like a lab on the left, a lab on the right, and there's a door in the back of each one that leads into the main lab. What's we are going to the left. Let's let's make sure we look I out. start walking to the left. Um, as you walk through here, the lights in here are all sort of pulsating, like uh, when the uh, your uh, those tube lights when you don't have one of them in all the way, and it's just kind of like flickering. And uh, every now and then, it's it's real bright, and then it fades out, and it's real bright. And as you're kind of looking around, you see lab tables tipped over. Um, you see blood on the ground. You see pieces of what looks to be broken machinery, broken robots. Uh, some of them look to be like uh, little tiny miniature dragons, um, like almost like clockwork dragons. Real small though. Uh, you see some that look like small little uh, winged dogs, mechanical winged dogs, uh, laid on the ground just in chopped in pieces and various different parts. Uh, they all look very spliced together from just what was around. They don't look very purposefully created. So on the way by, I would like to grab one of these little winged dragons. Winged. <laughs> I know why you're picking it up. I've got different reasons. And I'm just going to keep it. Okay. He's going to lead. I'm going to give him guidance. It is probably you step this off the trap. Less than five pounds? Yes. Yeah. It's meant to play my bag. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, it almost looks like a toy. Um, perfect. Since you're kind of blessed to this place, I'm going to guidance. Yep. Don't put a bench next okay. to me. So, I will. so uh, write down your thing that you have a mechanical dragon. Like a dragon whelp. A what? It's like a dragon whelp. It's real small. Um, you do see several dead bodies of is it scientists and lab technicians. A few chemistry mages with their uh, their canisters look like they've been broken open, and the contents of the blister coil material that's inside of it is poured out all over the ground in sort of a reddish and blue, purpley hue. I'll step in that. Um, whatever happened in here happened not terribly long ago, but not terribly recent either. Maybe a couple of days ago at most. Um, the path just continues to lead on. The path of just violence just leads on into the back lab. On the way there, I want, and I know they're all going to look at me when I do this, I'm going to go next to one of the dead bodies, and I'm going to roll myself in all the blood. Like, I want the blood like all over me, like looks like it's come from me. Okay. Like I want to be doused in blood, like looks like I'm just, just profusely bleeding. Okay. Yeah. And you can take a few moments to do that. When I'm doing that, and then do that, and when I come, I'm making where I do come to that final door into the main lab. I want to make sure. I know. I, I want to go in there like I'm on my last leg. Like, I want to act like I'm pulling myself through the door, like shield in hand, arm, you know, just like leaning against the door, like dragging myself, like this is going to be my final battle. Like, you know, it, I might only be like, I'm on death's doorstep just to uh, see if I can psych him out a little bit. So you're going to head through the door. You're going in first. Yes. I'm so, going to do that covered in blood. Look like I just fought through hell and back. The lab door is unlocked pulsating lights are now not this white light, more of a uh, red and pink light coming out from underneath the door. You hear the 
that, that humming, crackling noise that you guys heard before is much, much louder as you get closer and closer to this door. So you open the door. Um, like, just, not, like, open it and just, right. like, you didn't, I, you didn't I, slam it open. I'm going like, to oh, hey. do it and, like, kind of fall through it, fall through a little bit, and, like, pick myself up just to see if he's on the other side, just so it looks like. Um, so when you open up the, the door and kind of fall through, this lab is enormous. It's massive. Uh, the ceiling here is probably 200 feet high. Um, it's, it's completely made of steel, mortar, and stone. Um, it doesn't look like one of the labs that you're familiar with seeing. It looks like some alterations have been made, made it bigger. But you also know that they use a certain magic in here to make the space seem bigger than it is. Um, it's like almost, it's not quite extra dimensional space, but similar. Um, and that's so that way sometimes the, the lab can suit the needs of whatever the, the artificer needs, the, the, the main uh, scientist needs. Um, so the, the room itself is it's massive. Uh, you see a couple of tables. There's a few of the Nivix guardians like laying on the table with tubes and wires going into them. Um, they look not quite activated. Um, they look like they're in the process of maybe being charged up or powered up. There's only two of them. Um, you see a couple of uh, those metallic scorpions um, not far from the Nivix Guardians. Um, there's like sparks of electricity coming off the ends of their stingers. Um, but for the most part, they don't really seem like they notice you as you come in. Um, you think that these particular machines must be controlled by Ichabod personally, whereas the Nivix Guardians have some sort of like sentience. Um, but you're not entirely sure, just what you got from when you saw them before. Um, there's this uh, sort of like s makeshift set of almost like stone, very not well-crafted steps that lead up into this large circular area that has red, bright, dull, it goes from like a bright dull to a bright red light that shines up from the bottom of it. Um, it looks like it's uh, it's it goes down into the ground, you're not sure how far it goes down in because you're not close enough to see it. Um, you see Ichabodies hovering around on this like, almost like hoverboard, small round disc, and he's like flying around the little circle. He's got some sort of a set of goggles and an apron and gloves. He's looking down into the circle, and he's looking over this large orb that's at the backside of it with wires drawn into it, and it's pulsating all sorts of electricity. And in the middle of the large orb, you see uh, a small, it almost looks like an egg inside this orb surrounded by electricity. There's sparks of energy coming off of it, but it looks like the energy is being drawn from the egg out through the wires down into this like tunnel, this like tunnel thing on the ground. We're in danger. <laughs> so hopefully they hold back a little bit as I went in. And like I said, I go in, open the door, like. Just pushed it in with my last bit of energy and leaned, leaned back against the door. But I want to make enough noise where he kind of recognizes me. But when I was down collecting the blood all over myself, I did slurp some up in my mouth. But I'm holding it in there. And, you know, like, I want to come in there, like, <sighs> like slam back, you know, lean back against the door. Like, I'm barely holding myself up. I'm hold, just hoping that he recognizes, see if he if I, he acknowledges that I'm in the room. The, uh, the buzzing and humming in here from the electrical charge is very intense. It almost hurts your head. It hurts your ears. 
Um, as you kind of collapse on the floor, you, uh, you look up and you see Ichabod sort of like this little hover just turn around, and he goes, you're not my drone. Who are you? And I, I want to look up at him so he can get a good look at my face. And I'm going to smile. And I'm about, well, like, when I go to smile, I'm like, and I want the blood to just, like, start coming out of my mouth. Like, I'm, like I've got a lot of internal bleeding going on, and it's just starting to flow out of me. And I would just want to look like I'm barely hanging on to life here. Oh, I know you. I know you. This is rich. You fought your way in here? Oh, that's too good. Did you come by yourself? That's cute. And I cough up, like, whatever leftover blood. Just, like, let it, like, spit up. And oh, I wish I was a necromancer. I'd bring you back to life just to kill you a few more times. <laughs> so, I have to ask, what brings you here? Do you like my lab? I was kind enough to let you go the first time. You won't look. Let me let go again. You don't look like you got much fight left in you. <laughs> you think you can, uh handle my pets. How many do you have? Enough. And I'm gonna push myself up like chill. Push I mean, clearly I had enough to take over this tower. By the way, you should address me more formally as I'm now the guild master of the Izzet League. I'm guild master Ichabod. Which means you're part of the Izzet, which means you kind of work for me. So there's a job over there? It doesn't have to be this way. Your father didn't have the same vision I have. You're much smarter and more intelligent than he ever could be, Skrizz. We could do great work. I'm working on something big right now. And I know inside that brain of yours, as scramble as it is, the betterment of society and learning all we can is way more important than revenge. And really, what did I do to you? I didn't kill you. I didn't kill your dad. Why so angry? I had more than enough opportunity to kill both of you, and I never did. I want what you want. Yeah, you want my intelligence. You want my ability to build stuff. You're beneath me in that ability. That's well, why you not, have to steal my ideas. It's not just me who wants it. He wants it. And who's he? The person I'm trying to summon. And who would that be? Gix. You know, the boogeyman. Oh, yeah, the yeah. one they told us not to ever talk about out loud because, ah, well, I'll tell you, I made contact with him. He's not that bad. We're able to hear all this, right? Oh, he's definitely talking loud enough to you. Yeah, okay. Just make sure. So. And all I gotta do is get this this doorway right here with enough energy in it, and it'll come out and make this world a better place. Do only because of lore reasons for guildmasters? Do they have like a special insignia that they have that signifies like, hey, I'm the guildmaster? No, not no. that you know. Of. No, they just say, hey, I'm the guildmaster. A lot of times, especially in the Boros, it's whoever just decides to challenge them. Okay. And when their authority is questioned, like in the Azorius, they usually take it to a vote. Um, but in a lot of other guilds, it's whoever just has who's the strongest. Leader following, yeah. 
set up a colony on the earth and I said yeah that's alright with me what are they looking for I, I don't know I didn't make main contact with them you'd have to talk to Sadek but Sadek approached me and said hey can you help us take out Nib visit and I said well sure I don't like that guy anyway they were afraid of him for some reason I'm not sure why probably something to do with their psionic abilities and things and they don't work so well with him so they needed, you know, help from someone that could sneak up on him that didn't have a brain. Machines don't have brains. That's just my theory. I don't know. Well, one of us is down today. Again, I don't know well, why it has to be that way. It might be that way. Or it's going to be that way. We could just summon Gix. He'll make the world a better place. He wants to fuse technology with the living. Make us perfect. Because as humans and living sentient creatures, we are all petty, petty and squabbling and violent amongst each other. But machines, machines aren't. They're perfect. They only do what the creator tells them. They're perfect because we make them that way. Has any one of your machines just gone off and violently tried to kill another machine? I must have missed that play. Uh, no, it's gonna be live action today. I mean, if that's really what you want to do, as as he's kind of like in this weird monologuing thing, you see him still like pressing buttons on something on his little hover pad. You see the like orb spinning thing in, in, from behind him. It pulsates again with this huge burst of energy. He's he, and you hear him just say, "I just need a little bit more power." And uh, as he does that, the egg inside it shatters. And the, the orb, the energy that's around it maintains. And inside uh, where the egg was, you see uh, curled up what looks to be some sort of a bird uh, made of pure lightning. As it starts spreading out its wings, and you hear uh, an electric screech fill the air, and he goes, uh-oh, that probably isn't good. Um, I need everyone to roll for initiative. I'll just say this one's Elvin since he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> he gets advantage. Oh, that would be? Nope. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to Yeah, boy, it's not. Holy oh, crap. Unless he takes two hours. Level one, then yeah. I don't remember the other ones. I haven't actually used it before. Oh shit! No, 
Whoa, it looks like a well or something. That's kind of cool. That's a really cool thing. We're only for initiative, by the way. That's the only quarter member who's in. Aaron said he wanted a cool battle map, so we have a. Protection from energy that I did not bring. I've never heard that spell in my life. I just haven't seen it, I don't think. It's a level 3 abjuration. Oh, I don't see. Oh, no, there's a source. Okay. For the duration, a willing creature you touch has resistance to the one damage that you incur acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder. Too bad. I think it would be more awesome. I know. If you toss somebody in there and it actually looks like they're just like endlessly. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need protections. I'm good. It's better than mine. Oh. That's supposed to be a three? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My handwriting is atrocious. Is that better? That's okay. Mine's not much better. <laughs> What'd you get? A crit. Nice. What do you get on the plus? I, I, my dexterity is terrible. Same. I got oh, yeah, I got plus one, too. I got a plus four. I'll let you go first. Well, I got nine. Well, my dex is a higher four, so. Alright, this whole, like, rip it and rip it is. <laughs> Most of those are. Those. That's what I thought too. No, definitely not. Oh, good. A little stain on them. I could just use my teeth. Marcus is going to eat anyways. You get, you get a compliment right behind. <gasps> Damn! Oh. Are we coming from over here? Yes. That's sick. So what a creative idea. <laughs> we're still kind of behind the door, I guess. I literally called it. I told him that. I was like, dude, you need to get one of those balls. If you touch it, like it goes to you. This is like the goose when they're in the attic. <laughs> yeah, it works. It works real well. Uh, How about those my dreams? Flux capacitor. You said you wanted a cool map. We have an hour to pass. It's a cool map. Flux capacitor. Fluxing. Right <laughs> yeah. Can you pull your. Yeah, I mean, you missed that. Just make sure you got everything it needs on here first. Sorry, all my stuff out of the way. That lightning spell, protection spell. Oh, oh good, he's dead. Don't worry, guys. You said you wanted a cool battle map. Who said this? Aaron said this. It's always he's Aaron that gets us, us killed. <laughs> Aaron just wants to watch the world burn. I feel like I opened up with now he is sort of like hovering about high above. I don't have my little flying thing. There's Ichabod. Oh, so anyone that wants to get their cool pictures, yeah. go ahead and yeah, do that now. While I'm taking yeah. everyone's initiatives and stuff. <laughs> I kind of meant to, but I forgot. And yeah. Oh, come on. Too late now. Damn 
That is a pretty cool map. Don't worry, guys, I got Spare the Dying. <laughs> you can cast it at range. Uh, you can, you can turn the lights on a little bit so you can get the full effect if you want. Oh, yeah. That's probably good. I can turn the lights Now that, that's cool. Like oh, you can dim yours, can't you? See to the abyss. Oh, yeah. On the side, there's plenty I can um, animate. Oh, yeah, that actually yeah. looks cool. Yeah. Quick, um, animate things before they get animated. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about it. Believe Let's me. Let's move this forward a little bit, and then... Better. This way it's on the map. That's what we're gonna ask. Yeah, that looks that looks pretty cool. Waste the fifth level. Cause there ain't no way I can Look at the strange stuff from that Mercer. Rob, that needs to go over like like just a little tiny bit, and then I'd say go ahead and get all your pictures while I'm doing this shit. All right. Holy crap, that looks sweet. That looks cool on stream too. Look at that. It looks Seems really good on the screen too, game. That's sick. It needs to go. We've gotten a lot of time using the overhead shot. Does the map need to move a little bit? in the background. Where? Okay, that looks really cool from up top. Yeah. I want to make sure they can still see. It just turned out I was doing this. Oh, we can't. They can't see your show. I'm assuming right before. So we'll be fine. Wow. As long as they can see this and the yawning port. Yeah. Well, well before they can just literally not see. Guys, guys, we can get pictures after. Take a long time in combat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you guys really do take a long time in combat. I love you guys. Oh yeah. We always have to fill you in every fucking map picture, I swear to God. Like it's because he's whether the map it's guy. your if you're doing the double fuck you or the uh All right. flexing. We'll also get some pictures after. Yeah. Alright. Um I gotta roll some initiatives here so, for so the I things. Feel like the really sets the mood. That's what sets it off. Okay, that kind of looks sick. I got, I got the bird in the reflection here. Can I take it Right now? Yeah. Okay. Just, just to be like, this is what we're doing right now. You guys are missing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, while they're doing that, uh, I'm going to get your guys' initiative. Uh, Liz, how'd you Nine. do? Nine. Nine? Monsters are in here, we're gonna this fight and die too, probably. <laughs> what would we die to next? Everything. I'm pretty sure I have your bird here too. If not, I can just use a token or something. I'm 
not sure if she's going to be severely Take the bird and here's you. She has an actual mini. I just haven't painted it yet. Yeah, we're gonna use a dagger. You've been holding. <laughs> I do have a dagger in my inventory, but if I'm up close and personal, if I and I have to use melee, I'd rather use my quarterstaff, which yeah. is just a beat up old broom. That's been seen that that show like Kings of Pain or whatever those two crazy guys the guy, they sit there and he's like either let the snap a turtle bite them or they yeah. hit the scorpion and yeah I just saw the one with the scorpions my dad was watching it and I was like this is fucking disgusting yeah but yeah it's a scorpion kind of like that and they held it and then it stung him like right in the tip of the finger like the the quick of the nail like if they Right underneath that, that would be the worst. But you know, you know how it is that you cut your nails too close and you pop that quick right there. Yeah, and it's like yowza. God, yeah, that's what these scorpions remind me of. And top of the round, Scrisnit, you're up. Uh, as as the orb sort of. You, you see the egg inside sort of shatter. You still see lightning pulsating around it, almost as if there's like a glass sphere or an energy field around it. But you see a bird that looks like it was curled down, and then it stretches out its wings, and you see and hear lightning and uh, flashes of purple and red energy beaming off of its uh, of its wings as uh, like a little mini explosion of rays from the background. This bird looks fucking pissed. It's free, guys. <laughs> Um, so like all around that bird is just like lightning bolts going off yes I'm going to So, seeing Ichabod, seeing the bird come free, I think Ichabod is finally, or Scrizz is finally snapped. He thinks of what Ichabod could do towards smearing the Izzet name further, what he could do to his father in the future, and he remembers, I think, like a flash flood overtakes him of what his dad actually was to have grown up. And he runs forward, and as he's running forward, he springs up to make it look like he's no longer sick. It was just a, you know, facade. And he pulls that little mech, the little wormling, mechanical wormling that he has, and he points it towards Ichabod. And he just, with his hand, you know, he'd already put the one wander back in his belt loop. And he has that wormling, and he just, with his shield, he just thrust it forward, 
and it casts Catapult to throw that uh, Wormling and Catapult it towards uh, Ichabod. Towards Ichabod, okay. Go ahead and uh, do your spell attack. How high did you say Ichabod is? How high? Yeah, you said he's He's probably 100 feet in the air. 100 feet? What's the range of that? <laughs> yeah, he is actually hovering very high above the ground. Oh, he's 100 feet in the air. Yeah, he's every bit of 100 feet. So if I run towards yeah, him... Yeah, you can use those. That's that's good. You just stack them up over there. That'll work. So if I run towards him... Thanks, Rocky. Gotcha. Thanks, Rocky. Oh. That's I didn't know he was 100 feet in the air. What? <laughs> Feel that. What the fuck? Is that one of the ones you made? Yeah. What yeah, the hell? Set up right now. Did you just make it? No, it's been made for a while. Yeah, it's been used like for a long time. Maybe that's why it doesn't roll very down. Huh? Maybe that's why it rolls awesome. <laughs> so, nice. alright, this guy has a. I can't do that one. Never mind. I didn't know he was 100 feet up in the air. Um. I forgot I got concentration on these guys. Um, yeah, can you put the concentration? Oh yeah, we yeah. The uh, they're I almost here. forgot about uh, that. In my new locker bag. Nice. Uh, I also have the uh, animate with me. I was gonna say it's probably half gone. I've kept it up the whole time. It's just the medium. If I if you was club by then. I think as I'm gonna run towards the pillars, and think once I get forward, I've kind of recognized that I can't throw because if I ran to the pillar by 30 feet, he would still be what 70 feet. Where oh, he's 100 feet from the ground. Yeah, that's probably be within 120. Okay, so that's not gonna work. Um. I don't want to break that. I think I pissed on this. I'm gonna run towards the pillars. Put me to the pillars. You gonna go just the pillars or the yeah, in steps? between the pillars. I want to be in between the pillars, like looking eye to eye towards Ichabod. And I'm gonna have the shield, and I'm pulling out the one of wonders, and I'm gonna point it at him, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna be like, bang bang. And I'm going to cast. Like, I hope it polymorphs into like an elephant or something stupid. That would be hilarious. 100 feet in the air. <laughs> it take a lot of damage. As soon as it hit the ground, it would probably transform back. Cast. I'm casting the Wand of Wonders at. Here we go. At Ichabod. And of course, it's taking forever. I got. It's I got enough. It's a D100. I understand. I got. I got the table up. Yeah. I'll do you. Yeah. Have it up because I want to see what kind of BS is on this thing. <laughs> Cast the one of wonders at Ichabod. Okay. That would be a 
a 95. Shimmering light, a burst of colorful shimmering light extends from you at a 30 foot radius. You and each creature in the area that can see you must succeed in a 30, or a DC 15 con save or become blinded. So only creatures on 30 feet of you? You become really bright in a 30 foot radius. For one minute. capacity. So you're bright? He's like really bright. So like I stop, I run forward, I cast Wanda Wander to him. It basically just make sh makes me shimmer up and into a radiant light. I I'm yeah. A burst of colorful shimmering lights extends from you thirty foot radius. You and each creature in the area that can see you must succeed a DC fifteen constitution saving throw or become blinded for one minute. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each turn. Ending the effect at, on itself. What's on the radius? Thirty foot. Fuck, that's all of us. <laughs> oh, well, are we behind the door it's though? Each creature. Are well, we behind we, like a we wall? We are kind of behind the door. What's thirty foot radius doesn't really matter. I think for that. Yeah, thirty foot radius. radius. Jesus. They wouldn't hit us. Yeah. It's thirty feet on each side, so we're forty-five feet away from them. Yeah, we're forty-five feet away from. We should be further. Just yeah. You just put them on a map because of the doorway. Mm -hmm. what, no, what I'm saying is, is because you're casting it on Ichabod. Well, yeah. it's on. It'd be on Ichabod. Off, out in Ichabod or from Scris. Yeah, if I, I cast it on him, wouldn't it go on him? What's the range? Of the one that wanders? Uh, the spell. It, it says. You can choose the action to expend one of its charges, charges and choose a target within 120 feet of you. Yes, okay. so it would be the target. It would be on him. Okay. Yeah, so it sees you in 30 feet around. Yes. Cool. So, feet so yeah, he illuminates. <laughs> so, but he has to make a constitution saving throw or he's blinded. It's a DC 15. Oh, yeah, it is. It is the person also. Wow, I didn't, I didn't forget that part. Uh, 19. He well, passed. But he's still bright, right? Yes. It's still bright. Uh, so Ichabod lights up bright. So everybody knows right that. Sometimes I told you that's not a bad thing right here, I mean. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to... Yes, I can. It's 120 feet. I'm shooting a cod cannon at him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Please, squishy dice. Roll good. I love you, Squishy Dice. <laughs> You're my favorite, Squishy Dice. I shall call you Squishy, and you shall be mine. And you shall be my Squishy. And that would be... So it's... 24. Yeah, 24 hits. Six damage. Six damage, you got it. 
Uh, yeah, so you inflict uh, six points of damage on him. Uh, as your cannon blasts out and rips through, uh, you're able to see him very easy because of how bright and illuminated he is. And he's sort of like rubbing his eyes over his goggles. He's trying to lift him up, and he's having a hard time really focusing on much anything at the moment. Uh, next up is Elvin. Okay, so Elvin's eyes are going to begin to glow again with this uh, light energy. Um, and you're going to see the wings kind of pop up on the back of Elvin. Um, and you hear from Elvin in this like very faint, uh, faint voice. I am God. I am war. I am death. And I'll come swooping in right, right past him. Sweeping right through, you just kind of feel um, if Scrizz even has hair. If you poop on my shoulder as you go by. Um, <laughs> so using my full action to uh, dash. Okay. I'll so go. I don't know how much you gave me for flying speed. 30 feet. 30 feet. 30 feet, okay. So. so it's yeah. mostly like an aesthetic cool thing, not a I can fly everywhere I want to go thing. Yeah, it's all good. so we we did the math. We did hypotenuse. He's 109 feet away from us. <laughs> 0.66. Yes. So 110. We'll call it 110. Okay. So, so he's at 60 feet. Again, so I'm you're... trying to ascend up. So I am floating right now. You can put me on the pedestal. Oh yeah, you can put me on that because I'll be able to reach him. Next so yeah. So. We'll just... <laughs> See, that's why I have drinks with caps on them. <laughs> um, now, for spiritual weapon, I know it says it's a floating spectral thing. Is it like five feet floating or like. What's the range on it? Uh, okay, well, that's 60 feet. You can shoot it anywhere in 60 okay, feet. Okay, that, that's all I was just making sure. So, um, and again, the whole time you just keep hearing him say, I am God, I am war, I am death. And you see the hand pop up right behind Ichabod. Uh, the hand that I used to use, um, and you see it kind of grab Ichabod and try to drag him down. Oh my god. Okay. It's terrifying. Make a tackle. It's the sanctity of grace. Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen does not hit. Okay. Uh, that's, that's it for me. Uh, next up is the, uh, from where the orb is at, you see more bolts of electricity and pink energy shoot out from the center of the bird as it erupts. Um, you see this bright flash uh, where the bird momentarily disappears and then like a bolt of lightning shoots straight out from where the bird was at and it reappears right down here. It's going to just immediately attack the scorpion. It's helping us. Hey! It just hates everybody. Yeah. It's the elven up there, Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to break its neck. 
<laughs> so when Elvin's saying this, does it sound like Elvin's voice? <laughs> or is it so bad I just said it? That's what it sounds like. Interesting. Okay. So um, it's first attack so for Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Columbus accent. Uh, it turns into a bolt of lightning again and immediately flies here in front of Elvin. So is it flying? It's about the same height as Elvin. Sandwich screws in between. And it erupts in a bright flash of electricity and lightning as it looks as though it came and just streaked almost like a pink lightning bolt. And then it erupts in front of you. Uh, the, the lightning and energy that comes off of it is so strong that like the hair on the back of your neck and hands and arms stands up. And you hear this like shrill shrieking. It sounds like an electronic screech as it, it appears in front of you. That's going to be the uh, Arc Light Phoenix's turn. Uh, next up is the lightning-looking, scorpion-looking thing here. Um, it skitters to life, and it comes charging down here. Move it up to Rocky. Um, it, it clings and clatters and almost sort of like does this weird volley across the, the wall. You see it actually is able to stick to the walls and it comes back down. Um, and it comes in and, and it reaches in with its metallic, sharp-ass claw. Uh, that is not going to hit you. 15 to hit? Nope. Second claw attack is worse. And then you see its stinger rear up with electricity and lightning sparking off of it as it comes in to try and sting you with an, uh, an electric stinger. Um, nine is just not going to be done now. Uh, that's going to be its turn. Next up is Navenna. Rocky, you're on deck. I feel like it misses me because as it starts crawling, I'm a little terrified of bugs. I get like the goosebumps and <laughs> shaking a bunch as it's coming at me and it just kind of shake out of the way. <laughs> okay, so the um, the robots on the tables are not yet activated. They do not seem like they are activated, no. So I've been around some robotic things. I would assume I would know that whether I could animate that or not. I would say no. Not with the amount of energy that's already being poured into it. All right, it's okay. not exactly what I would call lifeless. Okay. It's just not fully operational. Fair. Had to ask. Um, so to speak, would you say the shelving is? Large. Large? Shells and stuff like that, it's like Beauty and the Beast. That's exactly what was in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also was 
um, I kept um, refreshing the um, spell on the doll. Mm -hmm. So I'd say it's probably about a half gone spell. And I have a token for that. Mm -hmm. It's just a medium. And since I'm using my creepy marionette doll, this is Annabelle. Oh my god. <laughs> like when you name your it's like Chris like I have a list of names. <laughs> we'll have to sum episodes. That's the creepiest thing I've heard so far. Yeah, we've had we've been through fifty episodes of Elvis. I mean Chunky hasn't showed up yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just figuring out what range I've got and everything. Alright, so that was my action. I'm going to use my bonus action to have, to move and have the furniture attack. Okay. Um, I can't reach up to hit the bird or the bot or anything, so... Um, I'm going to move this over to attack the scorpion. Okay. I'm going to move this one assuming I can't get it all the way around so we'll just put it can you put it up right just right up next to that robot since um yeah I'm gonna be attacking it since it's not even though it's not active yet I want to damage it first Fair if I can. And would you mind moving the one with the bottles over to flank that thing with Rocky? Ooh. You just flank him? Sure. Uh -huh. And... Rocky's link walk got tied. <laughs> <laughs> From who? <laughs> yeah. yeah he pooped a little. Here, ting, and then ting. Okay, and then I'm going to move this one over here. Okay. And I'm going to attack different things with all of it. We'll start with this scorpion, the large one. How well is that written out yet? <laughs> so much happening. Yeah. I know. I'm so proud. I'm actually so proud of this now. It's pretty cool. It's. Yeah, very good. I actually have those like flight pedestals, but I feel like they get in the way more than they actually help. It kind of depends. It has to be like a big map. Yeah. When, they're pretty cool, but I like those ones that it's like a single stand, yeah. kind of like these that that raise up. Um. Yeah, that one doesn't have advantage yet, so I'm assuming I move that one. Okay. So does thirteen hit this scorpion? Nope. Alright, I'm going to attack with Annabelle here. And she does get flanking, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, 15? Nope, even more. Dang. Okay. Uh, the wood starts smacking on the metallic parts of the scorpions. It doesn't seem to do any substan substantial damage. Alright. Huh. 
I'm going to use the large one next to the currently inactive robot over there. I'm going to try to damage it while it's still down. Sure. You have advantage on the attack. Alright. Oh, get it. I'm rolling like garbage. 17? I believe that hits. I don't want to tell you wrong. And then the medium one is going to blank with Rocky is, on the one. this one. Okay. You guys supported me. I, I judge you. <laughs> um, oh, that's better. That's what it's like. <laughs> Chain link gas! We're stronger as a group! Like Red Rose, baby! We're stronger together! And Tencel is going to. I'm sorry, this is taking so long, guys. Um, the bit is like, I'm not into touchy feely. You guys just stay in there. I will go over here with my tables and stuff. Tencel is going to basically go straight up 60 feet and just. You got it. Float. Uh, Rocky, you're up. All right, so Liz, you're on deck. Sword in hand, big old nice grip here, and I'm gonna turn to that big ass scorpion. And I'm gonna say, I fucking hate scorpions, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna swing at that bitch Get with advantage. Cause I can. That is a lot to hit. Twenty six. That hits. And that is seven plus five, thirteen damage. You got it. Schwang number two. Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action actually to cast uh, Hex on that guy because I forgot. Oh, on this one? Yep. Hex. So I'll do that. And that is a 25 to hit. That hits. <laughs> Little hat. Um, Rocky comes up and takes a couple of big swings at the, the, the metallic scorpion. Uh, Liz, you're up. Oh, wait, can I wink at uh, Scrizz to shoot his yep. cannon if he wants? Mm -hmm. Get your reaction to shoot. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Scrizz is going to. Basically, he grabs a crossbow, still has like the crossbow, like the wand like, in his hand <laughs> and he grabs the crossbow and he takes it what is the range on the crossbow? Hmm. Okay, 60 feet hmm, 60 yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 60 feet is hmm. it's 120 I'm just, might be. I think it's 120 60 or 120 so it shows 80 feet to 320 feet. So it might be a regular roll up to 320. I think you're I think you're in range of the 80 feet. Yeah. 
Okay, I mean, so. yeah, he's 100 feet up, but yeah. he's not going to get disadvantage. So I can't hit Ichabod from here? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to point at Ichabod, I'm like, you know, hmm, look out to you, little son of a bitch. Ichabod. Um, yes, he, he, he reaches up he and shoots him with it. And as he hit the the bolt hits him, he's like, "Oh, that's such a great shot." Um, it's God. right underneath the fingernail. Yes. I, like when after I shoot that, I know it's such a great shot. I just take the crossbow and like, <laughs> do that like. Alright, the, the first one was uh, four hit points, and with the crit, it, uh, nine more on top of it. Uh, Ichabod takes a shot. It smacks him in the, the one shoulder. It knocks him off of his hover disc. He goes spinning back off the hover disc, and you hear him just go, and he falls down into the abyss. <laughs> what? Probably not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I should have vortex warped him elsewhere. As he's going down, he goes, I'll get you! That was too... Uh, was he dark ball? shit! I've been falling for three hours! He's like, This man's dark Maul over here. Get his torso down. Ah, uh, let you kill him. <laughs> no, I'm like... I can't... What?! All you hear from the background. And then he takes the one to one <laughs> and he doesn't snap Liz, you're up. Well, I was gonna magic missile him, but he's gone, so uh we got enough, like think we got enough other items out there. <laughs> Rocky hit this guy, right? Did, he t- did this guy take damage? Mm-hmm. I remembered. I'm gonna yeah. cast tool of dead on it. Uh, so that is a wisdom saving throw. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven fails. Twelve. So that's nine necrotic. On a scorpion, and then I will do it again with my bonus action. Okay. So that's another wisdom. 18. That was it. Okay. Um, and I agree with Vina. Standing in the same areas is not a good idea. So that's a lot. Yeah. Yes. Is that it? Yes. All right. Uh, next up is the other scorpion thing. Um, it. Being surrounded by the furniture and being a little bit confused, it immediately attacks the porcelain doll. Okay. Say 16 to hit? Yes. Uh, so it reaches out with a claw and it tries to pincer her down on this uh, little scorpion thingy. Or uh, let's see if it's going to be one thing this. That's uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Is this thing? grapples onto you, you are now grappled. Um, it's going to turn slightly, and it's going to attempt to uh, claw the bench behind it. Uh, that's a 19. 
It's going to take uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, then it's going to uh, attempt to make a stinger attack at the porcelain doll. Okay. That is a 19 as well. Um, so it's going to take nine points of piercing damage. And then you see the, uh, the, the spark of electricity as it pierces into the, the animate object. Uh, it, it like implodes and pulses electricity into it. It takes an additional 11 points of lightning damage. And uh, still grappling. Still up for now. Okay. Um, Gonna skip that for now. Uh, Scrizz, you're up. Elvin, you're on deck. Um, I still got concentration up for that. Um, I think a little disappointment sets up on Scrizz, and he's like looking around. So the two bodies are still laying on the table, right? Mm -hmm. That scorpion over there hasn't even moved yet, has it? It's, it's just sur it's surrounded. It's, it's attacked. It's yeah, I've okay. got my... <laughs> um, and then I have the electrical bird flying above me, right? Yep. <sighs> you can play with it, guys. It's the toy. This one brought it forward. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I've touched that thing like nine times. It's cool, right? Now, does your yeah. Chaos Bolt, like, is it using the Signet, does that count as a spell where to break concentration on your... Yeah, it depends on if you maintain concentration on it or not, but yes, it would. It would break concentration yeah. using the Signet. I, that's why I want to make sure, because it sends it a Signet. I wanted to make sure on that. Um, How far up is the... The bird? The bird from me. Same height as Elvin. So I think 60 feet. Less than 60 feet. Within 60 feet. Which bolt is concentration? Chaos bolt is not. Yeah, I don't think Chaos bolt is concentration. That's what I asked. Chaos bolt. Yeah, you said asked if Chaos bolt would break concentration. I thought you meant which bolt was No, no. That's why I was can, asking. You can using my is it guild. You can cast any spell you want, whether it's an is it spell or not. As, as long, long as it's not a new concentration spell. Okay. So it can be instantaneous? Yeah. As long as it, that doesn't break concentration. Yep, right. If you cast another concentration oh. spell, it would break the concentration. Yeah, that's spell. the only, only As long as it's not a concentration Correct. spell. Correct. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to. Um, so that that's within 60 feet of me, right? Mm hmm. I'm going to. I'm going to have my little worm, the metal worm that I picked up in the lab on the way in. I'm going to take it and I'm going to hold it up towards that lightning bird and I'm going to cast catapult on the worm to throw it, launch it towards it. Okay. It has to make a dexterity saving throw. I got a 10. That fails. On a failed save, the object strikes the target and stops moving. When the object strikes something, the object and what it strikes both take 
3d8 bludgeoning damage. See, I didn't use the one. Lucky little. Fourteen damage. Nice. And on, on the bird, right? On the bird and the little uh, mechanical worm that I just threw at Wormling that I threw. You got it. So, and then with that, since it took that dip, oh, that was my last first level. On top of that, it's going to also take. <clears throat> Since I casted the spell, it's going to take, and I'm, I'm guessing that's bigger than I am, right? It's also going to take an extra 4D damage, 4 damage of Fury of the Small Hearts. And then bonus action, you've already got Bardic. Um... Bonus action, I'm going to take the Cod Cannon, and I'm going to shoot it at the bird also. It's 15? Does not hit. Okay. And, and movement still. Holy crap. I'm stuck between a neck breaker and a hard place. <laughs> Um, that thing hasn't moved yet, right? Nope. I would like to move around here to that side. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Because I hadn't seen it move, so I'm going to move behind that pillar there. And be like, oh, I'm going to kill that off. I'm getting away from it. But I think at this point, Skriznit's like a little angry because... Ichabod was is gone already. He's expecting this fight to be a little <laughs> deeper than what it was. Ooh, we ain't gonna be rush hour three. <laughs> Elvin, you're up. Um, so then El- you're after two monsters. Elvin's still with glowing eyes. Um, you just again you hear the voice and it, it gets louder. Um, where you can kind of hear it over the buzzing and everything. I am death. I am war. Today is your judgment day. Get no prayer, because for your last breath, I am your God. And welcome to my sanctuary. And I'll cast Spirit Guardians, and you'll see those four same little kids come out. Okay. Spooky. It's a lollipop game. It's a lollipop guild come to hell. Why the fuck you get weirder every episode? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the weirdo of the group. I'm just taking one step back. That actually worked out perfectly. That's my action. Um, bonus action. Um, you're going to uh, see the kind of look in my eyes kind of fade from this yellowish glow to a black purplish mist. And I will cast Hexblade Curse on the bird. Okay. Alright, anything else? 
That's it for me. It's the bird's turn. The the bird looking at you and swirling around all this dark, chaotic energy. Um, it well, seems sort of frightened at a moment. Make a check. What check? check. Guardians. Nineteen. Uh, that passes, so you'll take half. But that's okay. Continue with what you're saying. Uh, how much damage is it? Uh, yeah. Eighty-seven. Yeah, half of that. <laughs> 16, 8, 8 after half, Josh. Okay. Um, you see it like sort of form into this little ball of energy, and it shoots out like a bolt of lightning. It goes through Elvin. Elvin, you take 9 points of lightning damage as it shoots through you, um, and it launches down into this scorpion through its tail. You see it fill up the scorpion with energy, and the scorpion explodes. Everything within 30 feet of it take 22 points of bludgeoning damage as the scorpion explodes. Okay. Sorry, make a deck save. Rocky. If you fail, you're going to take 22. That doesn't provoke uh, opportunity. Oh, exactly. he, got a, he got a 20. Sure. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20. He's good. Uh, 21. Uh, so you're going to take half. You take 11. Uh, you got roll. Uh-huh. And then the phoenix pops out through the back of the, or through the top of the bird, or through the top of the scorpion, and the scorpion is long, just so. laid in uh, shrapnel pieces. The bird's about 10 feet from you. 10 feet. 10 feet. Did you already put guidance on me earlier? I think that's only for... That's the bird, uh, that's the bird's movement. Ability checks. A 12. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fail. So you take 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, this thing is going to, uh, attack Rocky. Does the X transfer over to him because he went into the scorpion that was X? Nope. But he still has. Okay, that's the now. Uh, Twenty-seven to hit. That'll do it. Okay. Uh, you take twenty-seven points of lightning damage as this thing bites into you, and you feel uh, electricity course through your body. It actually shoots through you. Scrizz. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Light, I can't see shit. Um, a 19. Alright, you pass. Um, uh, as the bolt of lightning goes through, when it opens up its beak, it like shoots out lightning almost. It shoots through Rocky and like does this U-turn weird right angle directly at Scrizz, but Scrizz is able to dodge out of the way. That was fucking close. You're like, killing me. I can <laughs> smell burnt hair. It's like, the, uh, the scorpion that was there is gone. Yeah. Nevena, you're up. Rocky, you're after Nevena. Alright, um, sorry, the, uh, electric bird thing is roughly ground level, like we can reach it from the ground, or is it up in the It's ground? not on the ground, but yeah, but, you could reach it from the ground. Okay. So, yeah. It's, it's probably like ten this. feet in the air, maybe, somewhere between ten and six feet in the air floating. floating. Okay. And everything else is where I want it, so we'll start attacking. Um, I'm going to use... Nicholas, the uh, potions shelf, to attack the bird. Do I get flanking because of Rocky, or is it, that thing's too far away? Rocky's not actually within yeah. his melee, so no. Alright. So Nicholas gets a... an 18. That hits. Alright. Seven damage. You got it. 
and I want to attack with Pine, which is the bookshelf over there, attacking the um, prone pine. robot. Pine. I've named all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Advantage because he's prone? Cherry. Yeah. Uh, that one's oak. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I was thinking, but you know. Um, does he live in Kanto instead of Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, now he does. Uh, six, uh, 17. 17 hits. This thing, each getting advantage because of flanking. So, Annabelle first. Um, that is 21. To yeah, hit. that hits. Um, six damage. And oak. see the chair go I mean <laughs> the night is young <laughs> be closer be our guest be our <laughs> have a seat <laughs> um I am just going to you're gonna have to come up with some better furniture puns for when they hit I'm just I'm terrible at puns so right. anybody has any ideas let me know just fly the wood to a <laughs> One of your shelves can be like, what's your shelf life? <laughs> Damn. Heard you want something from the top shelf. <laughs> How about a stool sample? <laughs> <laughs> we're, that's what we're here for. We're here you guys are amazing. I'm going to ray of frost this scorpion. You got it. So that's... Have you played design? He cast Toll the Ted last Two Toll the Ted, two Toll the Ted. Toll the Ted. You just see the teddy bear come out there and it's like, oh god. He just makes like gnarly jokes. Dick jokes. And, um, hold on. I think I missed something. And his speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. You got it. And then that is it. Uh, Rocky, you're up. Lizzie, you're on deck. All right, I'm gonna close with this fucking bird. 
I'm going to use my bonus action to move Hex to the bird. I'm going to tell the bird that I also dislike it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the bird you. the bird. <laughs> yep, yep. Shoot the bird the bird. Uh, and then I'm going to swing at him two times. You got it. You have advantage for the fighting. With advantage. This is actually one of my favorite enemies. I'm so glad I get to finally use it. I'm glad you chose to go from Elvin to me. Uh, 19 to hit. I mean, he hit Elvin without actually rolling. That's pretty dope, right? That's terrible. 19 to hit? Hits. Or 20, actually. As you lay into this thing, you feel electricity uh, course through your body as you uh, make contact with it. You're going to take uh, nine points of lightning damage for hitting it. Do you already get rid of your three temporary? Um, one of my inmates hit the uh, bird a minute ago. Do I still? They're made of wood. Okay, just making sure. I'm making a DM all through. They're made of wood. <laughs> I, I, I just want my cheat. I just want my cheat. Porcelain, however, I'm going to say yes. Changing his ice might bitches. Is he a bitch? Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> and I'll just be like, his name definitely is not Marcellus Mole. It is not. Oh, God, I want to make a character now that's like Marcellus. Yes. Worst divine smile of my life. Like, what class would you make Marcellus? The Hitman or Samuel L. Jackson? No, like. From like Pulp Fiction. Samuel L. Jackson is 100% a fighter. Like 21 a gunsmith fighter. What about like the one like. Oh, he's Zed's dead. He's probably a. Uh, oh, that's. What's his name? That's Bruce Willis. No. He's the one that's Zed. But I, think, I thought Marcellus was the the guy that. Bing, Bing, Rames. Bing Rames. Bing Rames, yeah. What would you say he is? More of a like. Barbarian. Barbarian? Yeah, probably. Uh, what did I say? Um, I think I said 20 damage? Yep. And uh, I guess that'll. You take another nine points of damage as you strike into it. Yo. Feels good. Feels great. I'm also made of wood. <laughs> you are not. How do you keep a minotaur from hitting you? Hitting back when he hits you. I'm a wooden warforged. Uh, so that ends my turn. Alright, Lizzie, you're up. Alright. Scriz, you are after the scorpion. It's uh, I'm going to cast Blight at this bird, so it's a constitution saving throw. And sap its life force. Uh, 21. You got saved, so it'll take half of the half of damage. Four halves. Okay. 
That's my turn. Uh, the scorpion thing still gripping on to the porcelain doll is going to make another claw attack. I'm sure that that hits. Uh, that's going to be 12 points of bludgeoning damage. And it goes down. It's going to make another uh, claw attack at the bench behind it. That's a crit. Um, 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Right. They're not creating me. It's going to attempt to hit you with a stinger. You said 24 points of damage? Mm hmm. It's uh, 16 to hit. Um, hits. For sure. Uh, so you're going to take. You take 9 points of piercing damage, but no lightning damage because you're made of wood. Alright, I'm still up for now. That's going to be its turn. Uh, Scraz, you're up. Elvin, you're on deck. So. Shit, I forgot what I was going to do. Oh, no, I know what I was going to do. Um, so you see Scrizz reach into his little pouch, brings out a little bit of the black powder that he has, and he does a little bit of the salt bay, <laughs> but with the black powder on his Wanda Wanders. What everybody doesn't know is why he has this, is he's made this his artificer uh, like point of attack, so he can use this to cast spells other than his one of wonders and it is um, just so everybody knows um, he made it it's kind of it's his arcane firearm okay so when I cast a um, When I class the Artificer spell, I can use the Wanda Wander as my medium. And when I if I hit, I also do an extra 1d8 on top of that using this as my arcane um, firearm. Okay. So um, so he brings out the little he has his arm hooked into his shield, got the the Wanda Wanders, he pinches a little bit of it, does a little bay, salt bay, sprinkles a little bit of fire, the black powder on top of the one, and he goes, okay, Rock, have you heard? What? That's a verb. That's the word. Oh. And he points and he casts Scorching Ray at the bird. Nice. At second level, and then he goes, the bird at the and he shoots Scorching Ray at the bird. Yeah. Here we go. First, Scorching Ray is a 13. Misses. Second one is a 19. Uh, 26. That is. And the third Scorching Ray is a 20. That also hits. So that would be, for every target hit, it's 2d6. It's fun dice that I can read, damn it. <laughs> so the first one is 8 damage. The second rate of hit is 7 damage. And we get to... 
do X, you gain a 1d8 to one of the spell damage rolls. And then a 1d8 on top of that, which would be a 6 on top of that. It's 21. Pretty good. And then using that spell, he also, I'm doing another extra 4 damage because of Fury of the Small. I'm gonna look at the uh, bird and be like, "Have you ever heard of a red pepper?" And I shoot with my cock. <laughs> and I miss terribly. <laughs> that would be a uh, eleven. Nope. <laughs> I didn't think so, but it was worth it. I duck. <laughs> shoot. Uh, as you see him uh, fire a blast from the cannon and launch a couple searing rays at the bird, a couple of them connect. Uh, the bird screeches out with an electric buzz, helping you up. And I'm moving him behind the pillar since I already hit so, the bird. So um, you'll see through this like dark energy, um, you'll kind of just see it moving through, like almost like clouds moving um, in a nice cloudy day. Um, and you begin to hear in a little girl voice, Why run from the god? Why run? <laughs> Join us in the sanctuary. And I'll get right on top of the bird, like right above it. And you'll just hear this like crack of uh, damage. And I swing right at, right on the bird with, uh, with a bone. So, um, with me being above the bird, am I able to get advantage? Because I'm on top of the. Like I said, I'd be a, just above, hovering above the bird. Would I get advantage? Sure. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. So that is a twenty. Not natural. Dirty. Sorry. First swing, um, it's going to be it's going to be 11 damage. Do you have hex up currently? No, just hex blade curse. Got it. So yeah, it's going to be 11 damage on the first swing. Mm -hmm. um, I will swing again. Good thing I'm on crazy side for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thirteen more damage. You got it. Um, uh, you take eighteen points of lightning damage as you hit it twice. Oh, I gotta make a con save for that for my hunter's mark. And make a—you uh, don't have any concentration spells. Oh, you have spirit. Yes, spirit. Good. Make two con saves. It's nine each one. What, um, what do I have to make for mine? Nine. Uh, the the damage was nine for each one. So. Uh, I got an eighteen and thirteen, so double tap. Action, I'll move my hand closer to this bird. How far can you move it? It's only 20 feet, yeah. so it's it's, it's going to be basically like where Scrizz is lined up. Yeah. Nice. Um, 
right. Anything else from you, Alvin? No, you just keep hearing them say, "I'm." Uh, you, you hear all the kids laughing, like almost if they're having a good time at a playground. Um, and Birdies. I'm just saying, I am God, I am death. From above you, uh, over top of the pit, you hear uh, what sounds like some sort of a mechanical arm or claw let something loose, and uh, a, a very large object that you can't see, it's like wrapped up in a sheet, uh, falls down into the tunnel. That's its turn. The phoenix is up. We uh, just heard something fall in the. You tunnel. actually see something huge fall from the from the from the upper levels, and it drops down into the hole. Um, it's the phoenix's turn. The phoenix is going to attack. Um, it's going to fly up, oh. not provoking an attack of opportunity. Uh, con, or wisdom, sorry. Uh, that's a fail. Okay. Mm. Let's see, 400 in the front. Eighteen. You got it. Um, so it's going to fly up. It does not provoke attack of sub because of how fast it moves. It's going to take an attack against Elvin. Uh, Twenty-four to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, it, uh, you see a bolt of lightning streak out from one of its wings as it clips you. You're going to take um, 27 points of lightning damage. The bolt beams down, hits Rocky. Uh, make a dexterity save, Rocky. That's uh, no, 27 points of lightning damage to you. Um, the thing bounces off of Rocky and shoots out over no. to to. Um, uh, to Benjamin, I need him to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 27 points of lightning damage. Yeah, it hops howling. from him up to Navina's bird. Unless save, save, yep. okay. save was a 13. And Unless you would prefer, how far away is... I mean, I mean, the bird you're, you're closer. The, the bird yeah. is 16 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. So it'd be Lizica. So, uh, Lizica, tw- uh, dexterity saving throw. It's a 21. Okay. All right, you're good. You take no damage. And the bolt of lightning stops streaking around. Don't worry, guys. It stopped. I've noticed that your face is not like last week when he brought all that stuff out. You're like, oh, this week. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my neighborhood, kid. Um, The bird is going to continue its movement. It flies through Elvin again. He takes nine points of damage. And it streaks down over here in front of Liz. It's not in melee, but it's close to you. That's awesome. Okay. Nevena, you're up. Rocky, you're on deck. All right. Can I? I'm kind of far away, but can I see any control panels for the this thing? Can I see any power? That doesn't really look like a machine. It doesn't look like a machine. Nope. Great. Um, there are wires coming from the orb. That are feeding down into it, and there's like some panels around it that look like they might be, but they're down inside of it. But that itself does not look like a machine. Okay. And I can't see. No, I wouldn't be able to see that. Um. Okay. You can see that it looks awesome. <laughs> you can see that part. Yeah, it does. It sure I noticed, does. and more than a yes, little that is the yawning port. terrifying. Nice. Um. Just wait for a troll to come out of it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm just gonna be a robot troll. <laughs> robot troll. That's a good idea. <laughs> I don't have that many. Not yet. Time to invest. <laughs> okay. Um. The brightness of the bird is looking much dimmer than it was before. All right. Well, I don't really have anything that would hurt it without damaging Liz fairly significantly. So let's not do that. Go over and stab it with the dagger. <laughs> I can do the stabby stabbing. <laughs> I have a broom I use as a quarter stab. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Um, we'll do the animates first, I think. Um, so we'll attack with Oak against the uh, scorpion. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's probably not gonna hit. Um, fourteen. Nope. Yeah. It's it's not very graceful. It kind of spins trying to hit it, and it just spins away. <laughs> um. Now I'm going to attack with. Um, what's his movement? Huh? What's this guy's movement? Thirty. Um. It's like chest out of range. Um. Could you start moving it over that direction? It gets literally right here. Yeah. And I'm going to attack the prone um, robot over there with the pine shelf. Sure. And again, advantage because it's prone. Is this sure? Poor robot, man. What do you ever do? All he's doing is trying to take a nap. I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it's okay, it. It's okay, I don't either. Um, that's 22. Yep. Um, 15. Sure. 15 damage. Okay. And so that's it for my animates, and I'm going to, I guess, try to hit the bird with Firebolt. Okay. Might as well. Um, 15? Nope. Yeah, I miss, and I am going to send... Tensile over here, and she's still 60 feet in the air. Okay. And that's all. Rocky, you're up. Alright, um, a hunter's mark drops, so I failed to save. So that's the hex? Yeah, we put hex on there. I call it a hex Sorry. accidentally. But that dropped. I didn't drop it after you hit me, so that's a full attack. Um. I've got a little hate con checks. So is the bird in the air? Yes. Semi, yes. How high? It's in the air? between 6 and 10 feet above the okay. air. Oh. Yeah, you'll be able to swing at it, so. You should be able to. Because it has so. to get close enough to hit you guys. And it uses it used a huge amount of movement to move all that time. Yeah. It's fast. Well, I need to use my action to pump in some healing, so I'm going to do 30 of lay on hands. You got it. And then, um... In the red corner. 
I'm just going to end my turn there. Okay. Uh, Lizzie, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast... This thing looks like it wants to hit me. I'll cast Mirror Image. I'll cast that one a little bit. So, I create three duplicate illusions of myself. I create three Lizzes. Three That's more so Lizzes. Three it's tags in the hit by one of them, and it says, okay. Chain tag. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's taking a while. That's your action? It's going to bite Correct. I'm just avoiding the opportunity to sure. staying out of its range. Um, what do you think? It's true. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all I can do. The, uh, the scorpion is going to take another, uh, grapple, uh, or a squeeze attack at the bench. That's a 17 to hit. Definitely hits. It's, uh, 13 points of damage. It's going to take another grapple, uh, uh, pincer attack at it. No, it, uh, it, it's down. Right. After the first one, it's down. Uh, it's gonna move... Let's see, it's movement is 30 feet. It's gonna move 30 feet towards the Venom. Fine. Yeah, makes it. Uh, it's gonna take a uh, grapple attack at you. That is a 12 to hit. Miss. And it's gonna take a sting attack at you as well. Uh, that worse than the last one. So you see the scorpion tail stinger come bolting down with a streak of lightning at you, uh, but clings into the ground. Um, Skriznit, you're up. Grizz is going to move up here. Okay. Jump there. Oh, gosh. And that was, what, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20? Yeah, about 30 feet. Yep. Okay. Um. Fuck you, Pizza's elbow all the way down. He's moving up there, and he oh, is yeah. going to cast... <laughs> Now, with Vortex Warp, you can grab something and basically teleport them to an area as long as they're not squeezed into it, right? Mm -hmm. you ha they have to be on the ground, though. It has to be solid. As yeah. uh, water that they can stand on. Okay. Is this, this is just a big pit right now. Okay, I'm just... Now, can you put them on the edge of the pit? I would say no. Okay. I'm going to cast. Oh my god, I hate doing this. Nah, maybe I don't. You know what? Scrizz decide. One through ten, one to wonder. Something else is going to cast a spell. You son of a bitch, dice. Any other time, that's a 20. <laughs> I'm casting third level Scorching Ray. Cast a spell using 
third level higher, you create additional ray for each slot above set. Okay. So now it's four rays. So I'm going to shoot two rays at the bird and two rays at the scorpion since I have four now. Let's do 29 to get the proper head. That's close enough. Um, 24. At what? So we're going to go two here first, and then two to the scorpion. Two, two, two birds first. Two to the bird. So the first one, 24. 24 hits the bird. All right. Uh, 24 stopped hitting the 21. 21 hits the bird. All right. Scorpion. scorpion. 13. 13 misses. And then a 25. 25 hits. Nice. All right. I'm using the Wanda Wonders as a artificer uh, point of. So we're going to go ahead and just do that. I can only do it once. I'm going to use it on top of the bird. That's four damage. And 2d6 for the first hit is four. So eight. And then the second one on the bird is six. So 14 total, right? Yep. 14 total on the bird. And then I get to do one more of this And then seven on the scorpion. Nice. You got it. And then I'm going to use Fury of the Small on the bird again. Okay. That's another plus four. Okay. Um, as the final bit of damage streaks into the bird you see the searing rays actually uh, rip the, the the almost hollow shell that's holding it together apart and burn through the back side of it the uh, the phoenix lets out another static streak and yell and uh, goes up into the air and you see it like rain down lightning all through the room I need everything in this room to make a dexterity saving throw uh, as uh, these bolts of red and pink energy start flooding all over the room you have your bonus action. I still have my bonus action, right? Can I? Let me. I just want to ask this. Can I wait to see if anybody fails the roll before I give them a bardic inspiration? No. 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 It's because like this, uh, this is sort of reactionary to you hitting it. Okay. Um. This thing died. One, two, three, four, five, six. You get a bardic inspiration. So dexterity saving throws. Dexterity saving throws. 18. You're good. 18. You're good. I got four. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I got 19. You're good. Lose some that But did this thing die? Sorry. It's okay. Because it does play a factor. I got a nine. It's a fail. Um, everything in this room that passed the dexterity saving throw. You feel that your uh, your body's filled with electricity, but then the arcs kind of go through you and pass out and bounce off of the walls. It doesn't seem to have any effect. It's, it's like it's like you guys found a way to ground yourselves. Uh, Lizica and Skriznit, you're both at zero. And the thing is dead. Uh, as the, uh, the, the phoenix explodes in this burst of final energy, all the inanimate and remote objects in the thing uh, they immediately fail their dexterity saving throws, so the bits of furniture and stuff, they take a significant amount of damage. They're still here, but they are ripped through. The robots on the tables explode, and the scorpion also failed his save 
and he explodes. I feel like the Skriznet's the Skriznet fall to the ground. Does he fall backwards into the pit? I'll let you decide. Roll I will dice. roll. Roll the dice. One through ten, he stays where he's at. Above that, he falls over. I rolled a seventeen. He falls in. He falls backwards. <laughs> and as he falls, he goes, I got the final kill. <laughs> uh, as he's falling back, um, I need your familiars that are still alive to also make a dexterity saving throw. He's dead. Um, you guys are not out of combat. Good thing, Even though all the enemy um, are dead. We're going to continue the rest of the combat next week because we're not going to have time to do this next part. Um, Good thing I have uh, a to Take a picture. Yeah. So uh, for everybody else, because we're going to let these guys that need to get home get home, we're going to wrap this up tonight and we'll continue the fight with Ichabod and the, uh, the Is It Lab next week. Thanks everybody for tuning in and we will be back to conclude this awesome two-part boss battle next week. Okay. I gained it for the Hexblakers, but yeah. Uh, deuces, bye. Do I have to roll for concentration? <laughs> no, your concentration <laughs> drops.